once that guy, once he's out of the hatch, uh, there is enough room for you if you want to get super intimate to slide right. up there and at least stick your head out and see what's going on along the top of the ship. Do you care to do so? Yes, I do. Absolutely. All right. Yes. All right. Um, give me a spot hidden roll, please. You got it. 68. Okay. All right. You see um, Krebs go out there on the top of the ship. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, Krebs goes out on the top of the ship. Okay. And um, he starts walking along the uh, surface. Yeah. And, um, you know, what happens is, is that uh, uh, while he's doing that, uh, uh, the other machinist, uh, uh, Kessler, sorry, as a Krebs is going out, Kessler's rolling out the... the, the Take out the line. Uh, yeah. Yeah, in, in 10-foot sections or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Krebs out there on the surface of the ship. Yeah. Suddenly look alarmed. He goes from like steadying himself, trying to move, uh, cautiously. He's got a low center of gravity, uh, knees bent, uh, back bent. Um, you see him suddenly look around. Right. You know, and, uh, in sort of an alarmed fashion, yeah. And then he turns and starts to run back towards the opening. And as he does, he looks like he get, he hits the end of a rope as if he was running and had a rope tied to the back of him attached to something. And he hits the end of it and his feet come off the ground, off the surface of the airship, and he's jerked backwards. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's yelling loudly. Right. And um, then his uniform starts to come apart. Whoa! It uh, I... it it, uh, it 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 comes apart like somebody peeling a banana. Um, uh, the top of it in the front just breaks open and just starts tearing all the way down. And you can see the undergarments underneath it as the, as the exterior is pulled off. He's screaming his brains out. Let's see how. You handle that with a sand roll. Um, let's see how your compadre handles it. Uh, he makes his sand roll, but he rolls really, really high. Um, wow. Your uh, the machinist mate's response is to scream and to grab the ladder. Uh, you know, take his feet off the the rungs of the ladder and just fireman drop. Boom! He just disappears on the ladder. <laughs> Dude. He just he just drops um, <laughs> out of sight. Um, hello, what is that? You're not dog. <laughs> yeah, it's Lilith, the devil dog. Oh, get off, get off. Get How off, appropriate yeah. that it should make an appearance at just this moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you care? That's nice, William, nice cheapo William Castle shock tactics you got here. <laughs> It's right behind you, yes, Cody. It's right behind you. Master Release the killer into his pants now. Yeah. Would, would you care to make a sand roll, Mr. Uh, Mr. Goodfellow? Okay, yeah, as soon as I stop getting attacked. All right, here we go. Oh, shit, 73. And my sanity is only 55. Okay. 56, yeah. All right. Let us just say not anymore. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Terrific. Um. Yeah. At this point, uh, Mr. Krebs' face begins to erupt in geysers of blood. 
multiple that's, ones. That's not Whoa! good. Um, as in, just from multiple places, blood just starts coming out of his face. His skin begins erupting in these uh, wounds, so, and blood starts flowing out. But the blood doesn't splash down on the ground or splash uh, on him. It just shoots out of his face in lines and then goes up to these kind of weird twisty shapes and then sort of over his back. Um, uh, it looks more and more as his uniform is torn away, and you can tell me when you want to stop looking. Uh, you know, more and more of these eruptions take place where blood comes streaming out of him in these sort of like uh, sort of straight sort of, you know, uh, geysers, but that somehow then proceed to wiggle through the air and disappear over his back as he's screaming and thrashing. This is the worst case of altitude sickness I've ever seen. <laughs> now, would you also like to make an idea roll? Because we're sure. in that country now. Yeah. And oh, this is the second worst case. Oh, God. Se 75. Actually, my idea roll is 75. So... Oh, darn, you made it. That's not good for you. <laughs> you were really hoping to miss that. And I was thinking it was 75. He's going to not, he's not, he, he's not going to make it. It's going to be okay. It's not okay. It is, it is not okay. So let's start rolling the dice, shall we? Sure. What do we got? All right. You're not sure what you get. Right. But at this moment in time, you have taken a loss of six sanity points. Wow. As, uh, as uh, uh, the, uh, Mr. Krebs continues to exsanguinate, how yeah. long are you going to hang out and watch this process? Uh, and I, maybe you should duck down and close that zipper so you'll be safe. Uh, I don't know. For science, uh, I'm, I'm willing to take one. Uh, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm torn, uh, honestly, between, between looking away. But, but yeah, uh, this is probably going to happen to the rest of the crew. So, yeah, I, I, it's incumbent on me to warn the rest of the crew. So, yeah, I'm going to duck down and, and pull that, uh, that almighty zipper all the way shut and make sure yeah, that it – that'll, that'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure it doesn't snag on my hair or anything. Yeah, we're safe now. Everybody, I zipped it shut. There's something um, sucking the guy's blood out, but we're we're protected you, by fabric. Uh, yeah. You guys at the bottom of the ladder end up seeing Kessler hit the bottom of the ladder, <laughs> just drops like a fireman holding the side and goes zip all the way down, hits the bottom, and then runs. I mean, he just shoves past you and just starts running down the airship towards the, the back of the airship. Oh, Hail as a ghost. What do you do? Hey, hey, where 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 are you going? Yeah. He does not he, he does not answer. But Come back, please not order. The amount of time that's gone by is maybe since this started is maybe ten seconds tops. Um uh, let's get you down that ladder. I suppose you are hurrying. Mm -hmm. Yes. Some dice. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's see another fantastic climb roll. Twenty-six. Oh, you you too can do the fireman drop all the way to the bottom if you can. You yeah. land at the bottom too, and boom, you land in front of uh, uh, Osler and Vogler. And what do you tell them? Krebs is dead. No, and, and you don't. I mean, no, you don't. The, no? What comes out of your mouth is... <laughs> comes out of your mouth that makes... Any sense? Any sense? It is just a, it's just a torrent of nonsense about things and stuff. There's some nouns in there about blood <laughs> and Krebs, but 
what he says to you guys <laughs> does not make any sense whatsoever. Blood uh, and I crabs. Yeah. I just uh, look yeah. at folklore and like that's a that's that Such was going to be the, that was going to be the original Nazi Party platform yeah. <laughs> where they changed it to soil. Yeah, yeah. But originally it was blood and crabs. There was a shortage of crabs eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you do when the doctor's going crazy? This you know, slap him and tell him to get uh, pull yourself together, man. Yes, get control. Stop embarrassing the dignity. Always dignity. Um, yeah, I, I assumed so, that you would slap. This goes on for a good, you know, 30, 40 seconds of just him making nonsense for a while until you finally get a grip and now you can say something. I yeah. hope nothing's following you down the ladder. It's, yeah, it, it, I, I just, I, as soon as I can, as simply as I can express to them, something killed Krebs up there and uh, it, it, it killed the radio operator and uh, we need to, we need to, get guns none of us is safe right now uh something what uh we should like probably got on the airship from from below it would i it could not in the higher atmosphere i couldn't see anything but krebs and it op something opened him up and his blood came out into the air it's a full moon how could you have not seen something large enough to kill a man what is wrong I, with you doctor have you been overindulging in your tea <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, this isn't the tea talking. <laughs> it sounds a great deal like your tea talking. It's it's <laughs> welcome, welcome to Tea Talk with Doctor Crone. Doctor Crone. <laughs> it's yeah. It's uh. Well, uh. Where did the, uh, the other guy? The other guy just took off towards the stern, and we had, and he, had, yeah. he hasn't been seen since. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh, we should uh, find somebody to grab him and uh. uh the thing that tore probably the thing that shredded the canvas uh, at, at the bottom outside the uh, control gondola is the thing, whatever it is. And I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just asking you to accept what you saw and, uh, and, and the fact that Krebs didn't come back with me. Something, something's out there on the exterior of the ship. But how could something be out? That doesn't make any sense. No, no, uh, none of it makes any sense. I couldn't, I looked right at it and I couldn't see it. So perhaps it's it's something it's something that can't be seen by 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 normal human eyes. I don't know. I just know something killed Krebs, and and it probably and it certainly killed the radio operator too. And it it might have been lying in wait when we tried to come out there. So what we, what we have obviously is some sort of high altitude predator bird. Or something of the sort, yeah, possibly sure. out of that forest in Persia, landed on the Zeppelin. When we took off, it came up with it, and is now out of fear and uh, uh, tearing at uh, at people when they're exterior of the ship. That's what we have. We have. With us on this ship, you said four Mausers. That's our arsenal. That's our mighty arsenal. Four, four Mausers and a couple of sidearms. A couple of sidearms. All right. Uh, so, doctor, you're in no condition oh, to and get a Mauser. Two, two <laughs> count them, uh, Maxim machine guns. If somebody wants to lug, and, and mind you, these We're are the ninth. Set up a Maxim machine gun <laughs> on the I'm dorsal vent while some sort of giant buzzard is out there tearing people to pieces. 
I'm not just saying it's set it up I'm, in time. I'm just saying that a Maxim machine. These Maxims are not the the thing that you hold with the you know the two trigger press, the double thumb press. They're the 1914 ones, which has a shoulder stock and a pistol grip, so you can swing it on the, the swivel mount. It's right. it's it's not. It could be fired by a single operator. It would just be really inaccurate and Terrible. bad. And hard. Yeah. All right. Well, right now we are we don't uh, we we don't have any capacity to hit the thing, or to target the thing, or even know what the thing is. We're not going to start loading Maxim guns and putting them out on the skin of the craft, which is where we do know this thing is killing people. So we have, we have some sort of bird or buzzard or something that's coming after us. The last thing we need to do is feed it more crewmen. What we need to do is get some people with rifles, have them poke their heads out the hatch, and when it comes after them, shoot it. But could it have been ice? I mean, could it have been a, a, a cloud... I mean, this, this sounds crazy. It was it was like a berserker. If you could have seen it, if you want to go up there and satisfy yourself that it was there, but uh, it's it's uh, it, it's a living thing. It's it, whatever it is, whether it's a whether it's a it's a wolf or a lion or a, or a condor. I don't know, but it's a it's tiger. Perhaps a tiger. Perhaps they wear tiger. It is a full moon after all. Exactly. Yes. Was it wearing a smoking jacket? As is it a yeah, no, it's not a Rakshasa. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Could be a Rakshasa. Who's got a blessed crossbow? <laughs> um, now okay. we need some now we need some fucking swastikas. God damn it. That's 20 years, 20 years only, too early. If only if only we painted giant swastikas on the ailerons of this stupid Zeppelin, nothing none of this would have ever happened. All right. <laughs> Next time. Um, are there, uh, based on my knowledge of the crew, are there men who are reliable and capable with a rifle who can be issued um, rifles? Now, uh, yes, there is. Uh, also, we have some. Are... We have some soldiers. Actual soldiers. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me just go ahead and point out that um, that Lauterbach, second injured, has reappeared. Okay. Um, he has come running back. He doesn't look great, but he's like, you know, report. He says he 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 uh, stumbles through an apology, but uh, he says he says a monster. It, something got Krebs. It was pulling him apart. His blood was going everywhere. It was outside the. It was outside the ship. It just started pulling him apart. All right, doctor. What I want yeah. you to do mm -hmm. is, is the doctor, does he seem to have sort of cleared up a little yeah. bit? Are we yeah. okay with him? Yeah. All right, he, doctor, uh, I need you yeah. to go find Major Honing. Okay. Have Honing detail the three men who, in his judgment, are the best capable of using a rifle. All right. Under his command, and we're going to send them up to kill this stupid thing. Okay, sounds like a good plan. All right. And try not to mention that it's an invisible monster you can't see. Try to focus on the we're going to give you rifles and you're going to go kill it part of this instruction. Okay, All so, right. uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, uh, go down and, uh, and, and find Major, uh, Major Herning, and uh, I let him know that uh, there is, uh, I mean, are, are we going to even say it's a wild animal or are we just going to say uh, somebody's up there uh, and, and they killed two of our people? 
let's say that it's an animal since we yeah. know it's not a person since that would yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's uh, some, some sort of a wild animal. We don't, we don't know what, but it, uh, it, it, it killed two men. And uh, yeah, I'm going to tell them we have limited, we only have, uh, have four rifles, but uh, if he can find, if he can pick three men uh, that are, uh, that are good men and true to uh, accompany us up to the, uh, to, to the dorsal area, uh, we should be able to make short work of it. Yeah. Uh, should, do I, should I need to make a persuade roll or uh, it, is an appeal to duty enough? Well, um, Honig is says that's yes, that's fine. He says that um, you know he he, he um, can pick out some guys who can do that, but he says, Doctor, I think there's another problem. He says, uh, yeah, when that crewman came running by, it disturbed some of the patients, and in fact, you can see some problems with two of the uh, Turks, right? Um, but uh, he says that. Um, some of the patients weren't disturbed, and I can't wake them up. Oh, doctor, why don't you um, go triage the the um yeah. the, the lunchables? Right. Uh, <laughs> and All right. Let's yeah. Let Honing do the part where he recruits non-dead people to go shoot this monster. Yeah. So I'm going to detail him, and then I'm going to look at our at our uh, now, at our. Any violence. of these soldiers that we've brought on board, none of them brought personal arms with them. Um. No, there's, there's a, a sidearm. Obviously, there was some. There was some. Uh, there was a pre- <laughs> leaving weapons behind for the Persians was a was a was on a premium. Okay, right. as far as sidearms go, yes, I will say that some of the officers who had access to sidearms probably held on to them. So that would be people like, uh, let's see here. Uh, that'll probably be people like Riddell, Alfred Riddell, who is uh, a captain. His only problem is a urinary tract infection, as is uh, uh, Honig, that is the major. Right. Crutchman's got all his uh, parts attached, and he is also a... Um, uh, not going to send a general out to fight a monster on the canopy of the stupid Zeppelin. Okay, well, that's, that's all well and good. <laughs> um, however, he may very well be the best rifle shot. Well, obviously, you know, as the as general as volunteers to go out on the canopy and shoot a monster. I'm not going to say he can't. Yeah, I'm a mere well, Albert Whiteman. Yeah, exactly. Um, to do. Oddly enough, uh, Kutchman in no way, shape, or form decides that because he outranks the oil lieutenant that he should be giving orders about whatever the situation is. Kutchman understands uh, division of responsibility on an airship. Yeah, as in that uh, he has absolutely no idea what to do with an airship. So right. he's like, mm, no, I've got, you know, but... When you say there's an animal, do you tell him that there's an animal? That That's what we assume it is. We, we, we have no description of this thing, but if it's up here at 8,000 feet, it has to be some sort of enormous uh, bird. We think now, possibly a, a, a great eagle or a, or a condor. I will say that the, the idea Persian that there is condor, a... The rare Persian it, condor. <laughs> I, I will say that you get Kretschmann's full and underdivided attention when you mention that it could be an animal. Kretschmann... Yeah. He's a hunter. He claims that, you know, Kretschmann spent some time in the colonial possessions and in China and in the South uh, Seas Islands uh, that were German possessions and has shot at all kinds of flora and fauna during that time period. The idea that there's an unknown animal <laughs> at 8,000 feet attacking the crew gets his attention. Absolutely. Well, obviously, uh, I am in no position to order the general around, but if he volunteers to take one of our rifles and go after it, 
That's he, the is, he, he certainly volunteers to get up out of his, uh, he wants to get up out of his hammock and, and be near where the problem is. Um, yeah. Whether, whether, whether he'll or not, to the fatherland. Whether he'll help you know, by so doing is, remains to be seen. Is another matter, yeah. yeah. I, I assume that Haining is good enough at his job to know if Kretschmann is actually going to be a help or a hindrance. The answer is, is that uh, Kretschmann would have stayed in Persia but was ordered not to. Right. Um, he's enthusiastic. He did walk out of Central Asia on his own. So he's got that going for him. And um, uh, he, uh, he claims to have hunted big game in Africa. Again, if he wants to volunteer, I can't say he doesn't. And if Hennig uh, believes that he's in a situation where he can do it, then um, uh, there we go. Hennig will take you aside and say, while the general might be a good shot and might have be knowledgeable, Climbing up and down these ladders is not the best of all. That's not going to work out. He doesn't have the um, he doesn't have the physical endurance he necessarily had right, when well. he started when he started walking out of Central Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as he'd like to pretend, uh, he's uh, he's not going to be able to go up and down these ladders like this crew is. But well, anyways, you know, no no shame can possibly attach to his glorious name for not being able to climb a ladder. Now, as far as keeping an eye on things here in the keel uh, with a Luger, or rather, I should say, keeping an eye on things here in the keel with a uh, Mauser C96, that's not impossible. He has still has a sidearm. It's one right. of those broom handle Mausers uh, picked up off the Iranians, really. And um, yeah. he's got a few dozen rounds for this thing. You know, not enough for a siege, but just whatever was in the few ammo pouches that came. Uh, that, that's belt. fine. I can't imagine that this thing is going to get into the ship because then its wings would be, you know, jammed yeah. up. It wouldn't be able to. That's fly. not going to happen. That's it's clearly not going to happen. Not gonna crazy happen. Talk. Um. Anyways, uh, Cody will be worried about the poor. Uh, what'd you call the? What'd you call the civilians there, Ken? Lunchables. <laughs> Lunchables. <laughs> All right. Let's or see here. So, because, you know, this is a classy Zeppelin. All right. Uh, I'll have to catch him up with some of the nonsense going on in the keel around the patients uh, in a minute. I'm going to leave it to you two to decide how you're going to do this bug hunt. So, tell me. Already decided. Painting is got- detailing three men. We're issuing them Mausers. We're sending them up to uh, the hatch where we think the thing is lurking around. They shoot it. Problem solved. Okay. Do Let we need me to take send a... someone to supervise the part where walking around on a Zeppelin is hard? It is pretty hard. Now to snap on a line. I will go along and do that. All right. Hold on just a second. Well, they technically don't have to go out, right? I mean, they can just stand at the top of the ladder and kind of aim out the holes. Well, there's not yeah, space in the ladder to... for all four of them to stand. Uh, the I thought they were going to go up each in a different spot. Oh, uh, uh, one up each ladder. That's not a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I thought that now, was the plan. <laughs> now, I will, war- I will warn you, the number of ladders is equal to the number of, you know, the, you, if you look on your, your map of the airship, the high climber gas bag distribution, mm-hmm. um, the number of ladders is equal to the number of lines dividing the gas bags. So there are right. one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, right. seven, so there's a zillion eight, ladders. nine, ten. All right. Where 12, did we last see this stupid thing? It was. Uh, um, it was between gas bag nine and ten, right where the uh, 
right where the uh, uh, the nacelles are. All right, this uh, zeppelin. Each of these cells is is how wide across? Uh, the total length of the airship is. Let me just see here. It's going to be like six hundred feet or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's six hundred and fifty feet basically. Uh, so yeah. So that means that each of these is going to be uh fifty feet long or uh, less. Yeah, something like so that. So fifty yeah. feet is call it uh. Eight, uh, 16 yards, something like that. So they should be able to, yeah, uh, send. I, I like your multiple ladder idea, uh, Osler. That was good thinking. Um, let's uh, send up uh, between uh, eight and nine, and then up between 10 and 12, and up between five and six, and then up the maybe the fronty front, front to 13 and 14. Okay. And then that each one will have a pretty clear field of fire. Uh, we now need to actually send uh, machinist mates up with them because yeah. I can't be on all of them. But I will go up with uh, Honing and, all right. and help keep him, you know, from falling off a zeppelin. Okay. Teach him how to snub his line on and whatnot. Okay. Well, all right. So we're going to we're going to assemble some uh, some crewmen. Tell them the plan. Tell them that their job is to basically be orderlies to these heroes of the fatherland who are going to go kill this condor. All right. So uh, that plan is established. Let's get uh, Cody caught up. Cody, yeah, um, yeah. They're, uh, they're running off with some of your patients. And Great. And to get them, uh, get them uh, arranged into some sort of hunting parties. It's right. Uh, physical therapy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as there I was saying before, um, that uh, your best bets are, let's see here, uh, Colonel Donamark is not much of a rifle shot. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of damage with the um, uh, amongst the Ottomans. Your probably your three best shots at the moment are Honig, Riddell. Not uh, Holsenfeld would have been, but he's down an eye, so you can forget his um, depth perception. Uh, yeah, that's done. Um, you close one eye to shoot anyway, though. Sure, you do. Um, <laughs> Not Kleiner. The rest of the Germans are got things like missing feet, yeah. uh, dysentery, yeah. um, lost an alarm from the elbow, people on crutches, people with typhus. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe so Von Planet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's maybe yeah. Yeah. So I'll. I'll yeah. Uh, so it's probably it's probably Captain Kleinert, uh, Major Honig, and Captain Riddell. Yeah. Your three best. Um, Captain Usfak, uh, Ufak, which is the uh, it's uh, the Turkish uh, officer, Gassan Ufak. Right. He actually would be pretty good, except he's got a damaged arm, so he's not awesome yeah. for up and down ladders. Yeah. All right. So, where are you going to break these uh, now? While you're in your the medical section, there, uh, the first thing you notice is make well. First of all, give me a spot hidden. The first thing that's going on is that Ufak okay. is having some issues calming down two of the Turks who are trying to get out of their bunks and he's actually out of his okay i'm um, trying to keep them from getting up uh that's happening but give me a spot hidden as well i got a 17 all right one have of your three have we only got three germans or three central powers guys who are on top guys who are capable of or allies who are capable yeah. of climbing this thing yeah yeah there's a lot of guys who so, are, we, so we've got only only three soldiers yeah all right so i'll be the fourth all right all right 
So uh, now I will say that there are there are crewmen who are also good shots, but we, well, you, if, you want, if you want me to pull those guys out as well, do, I can. Do I know of them? I mean, having been the executive officer yes. of the stupid Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, now it's a stupid Zeppelin. Now that oh, it's been a stupid. <laughs> apparently, it's been a stupid Zeppelin for years, and I just found out about it. Yeah, now that it's oh, it's a stupid Zeppelin now. All right, I believe I, one of your um, one of your elevator operators is. Uh, let's see. The kind of thing that my character would just have at his fingertips and know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and pick old um, uh, Koffler. I believe it's Alex Koffler. He is one of the guys trained on the Maxim gun, and he is also a decent shot with a rifle. All right. Great. Then let's um, put him in with the other three soldiers and send him up the ladder. He doesn't need a guy helping him because he knows how to use the, the lines. Yes. So we've got him. I'm still going up with Haining, and we've got one machinist mate with each of the other um, uh, uh, meat shields. Okay. Great. All right. Everyone toodles up to the top of the airship. Cody. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's let's have to go with John. John, where are you going to be in this distribution? Uh, if I'm not needed to assist, I guess I will just uh, wait in the keel to kind of see what happens. He's he's confused and and not entirely on board with there's a a, a creature that's killing people. He's you know like uh, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but. Uh, Okay, we'll send guys out and um, you know we'll see what they can turn up. I'll actually, you know, uh, it occurs to me. Happens. It occurs to me. Why don't you send uh, you know uh, establish a code on the telegraph that means condor sighted, and it can just okay. be a thing that you know normally we would you know like vent gas or something, but it would be something well, we don't normally mm -hmm. send an order for except under certain right. circumstances. On the on the. Um... Uh, probably enemy insight even right there is a, there is such a thing yes um uh i may have i'm not sure if i uh posted the pictures of what these um you, you posted the picture of it yeah yeah they're pretty complex there's a lot of there's a lot of information on those yeah. so just pick, pick and a probably and have him brief his men about it so that in case it shows up while we're on top they can signal yeah, it'll be what you'll get is you'll get a signal from which telegraph station sent the information and whether it says enemy to port, enemy to starboard, uh, right. enemy below, enemy above. You because know, that's, that's what, about the best that's what Hoffler get. can do is he can sort of run the watch down below. Okay. Find this thing. All right. Meanwhile, Cody, um, yeah. you've got an, another reason why not every uh, soldier is leaping up to join this, uh, this uh, hunt is yeah. that some of the more uh, in some of the weaker guys are unconscious and do not want to wake up. Right. Uh, guys like uh, Feldwall Vosner and Corporal Vinneberg right. uh, and Corporal uh, Reimer. These guys are all out like uh, they're, they're out and you don't seem to be able to wake them up. Wow. Uh, the same is true for, let's see here. The uh, same is true for the uh, Turkish Sergeant. He appears to be conked out and does not seem to be able to be woken up, as is um, the guy uh, Kondrat, Market Kondrat, uh, who's one of the one of the poles. Mm -hmm. um, uh, let's see here. As is the Hungarian amongst the um, Austro-Hungarians. Okay. Uh, these guys are that, that's a grand total of, I believe, six guys who are yeah. out conked out and 
you're shaking them and they will not wake up and uh you know they're they're conked out do i i don't see any other signs of 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 trauma aside from their their original injuries it it, might this be contiguous with typhus i mean because a bunch of these guys have typhus yeah it might be but uh, (laughs) there are infections in there but it's there's it's not what you're expecting from typhus. Right. Uh, sure. You you pop open their you know they're, there's they're exhibiting signs of they're exhibiting signs of, of of being in a sedated state, um, asleep, but right. for some reason they can't be roused. Wow. Do they seem anemic? No. No. Okay. Their color is good. Their All color right. is good. All right. Is anyone else in this group uh, uh, seemingly? I mean, I, I asked: is, Did anybody see see what happened to these men? Were they were they poisoned? Did did anything get at them? Um, no. Well, um, the the only person who wants to talk to you is is this one babbling Turk. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> the captain keeps saying, you know, keeps trying to put him back in his bunk. Right. But uh, and there's there's basically. Uh, Two Turkish privates, one of whom's in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Is this Egeman Yavuz? Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, there's a little spoilers there in Yavuz. Oh. Uh, well. In, 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 in Turgut, yeah, Turgut and uh, Egeman. These, um, right. uh, what you got here is two Turkish brothers, one of whom is um, uh, shell-shocked, and he's the one who keeps running his mouth. Um, right. The uh, Turkish officer is being relatively is being um, firm, but not. He's not striking the guy and knocking him down and pushing him back into his, into his cot. Right. Um, they seem to be treating him, you know, like I said, with, you know, <laughs> if it was a night again, it's you're all 19th century people, so with a you know shocking amounts of occidental restraint rather than just being a fiendish Oriental and. Slapping right. the lower orders around us, uh, right, like, right, like you do in the Prussian army. Sure, but he's is he trying is he's trying to, to tell me something? But well, he, the the, the Turkish officer just says that the, the in German because yeah, the German was, doesn't speak it. Yeah, yeah, the the man is shell shocked and is delirious and right. He's babbling. He's babbling nonsense. You perhaps you should give him a sedative. Okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, I can uh, I, I can administer a sedative. I mean, he's. I, otherwise, I'm just giving people fluids and 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 minerals, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I I I try and ask the guy one more time. What was he? What What was he trying to? What was he trying to say? And I and I offered. To, I'll, I'll give the guy a sedative, but. What's he trying well, to say? Because the, the, really the Turkish officer, the Turkish officer says he's yeah. he's 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 babbling about gin. Gin. Yes. You mean you mean you mean uh, uh, Islamic uh, devils? As in as in yes, as in from yeah. the Quran, gin. Yes. Right. Right. And he's and just it, afraid. He's just afraid of the flight. That's all. Okay. So you think the people that the people that uh, that are that are sick or or, or they're or they're hurt? Uh, you, you think gin are responsible or are the gin are outside on the ship? Um, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I uh, I, I give the guy. A, I don't know. What do I have? Sodium pentothal or something? I, whatever Something along those lines. Yeah. Scopolamine. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Possibly I have some. Possibly some lovely morphine. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
all right, yeah, just shut him up and and make it the captain feel like his needs are being addressed. And then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah, I, uh, looking at the at the at the guys that are the six guys that are that are out. Uh, I don't I don't see anything in common with them aside from their you know. You you inventory your own sedative supply. Yeah. Yeah. While you're getting this out, guess what? Uh, nobody's used any. Nobody. There's no sedatives that have been applied to these guys. Hmm. Their their breathing and their uh, their respiration, their heart rates are not um, have not been slowed by a sedative. They all seem wow. fine. Wow. So I mean, it could be like a, like sleeping sickness or something. Um, In wow. fact. Uh, some of the other, you know, many of the other people are complaining. Have, have said, you know, I don't feel great, Doc. Um, right, you know, You've got I feel very, and you're wrapped in a sausage casing. So there is that problem. Great. Um, but you know, a number of people have said that I they have have known that they've been feeling worse. Now maybe that's the altitude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Time to time to throw some of that coca leaf tea at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to. Uh, try try the try the tea this could be altitude sickness it could be fatigue it, it could be something something to do with what's going on outside so yeah i'm going to try and keep those the the people that are fatigued i'm going to try and offer stimulants to try and see about see if they if they rally at all okay yeah all right so you break up into teams your fire teams mm -hmm. begin moving out mm -hmm. climb those ladders Mr. Osler, uh, one of your standard duties is, of course, to move around the airship and check on the various machinists who are at their jobs. Are you going to continue to do that, or are you going to are you going to tool up with a weapon? Right now, all the rifles are occupied. I mean, there are still uh, weapons, gonna, wrenches well, and whatnot. The the plan was for me to go down and and try to spot right and then signal, you know, enemy left. Oh enemy yeah, that's right. right. That's yeah. right. That's yep. right. You're you're actually standing in the keel next to the uh, telegraph thing to make sure if anything goes wrong or anything happens that you can signal from there. Okay, got it. Uh, anything happens down in another area away from the rifles. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go with uh, what's going on with uh, Mr. Vogler. Since you're a player character, you get to experience all this firsthand. You and Captain Honig begin working your way up the, uh, up the ladder. Mm -hmm. I will say, unfortunately, uh, just because, you know, no good plan goes unpunished, that these uh, Mauser 98s that you've got, um, they do come with a set of bayonets. So if you want to, uh, say, for instance, you know, uh, hand out these butcher's blades to people to, to, to hack at things with, you have more weapons. But uh, at the same time, these rifles are the full-length rifles because they were intended to be used once you got on the ground. They're not short cavalry ones or carbineers or whatever. So you are manhandling one of those very long World War I Mausers through these very tight spaces. You've got a sidearm, so you're in a little better shape mm -hmm. than that. Yes. All right, so Honig throws well, this thing over. We've selected people who have been humping rifles back and forth across Europe for four years. So Yeah, and they've had let's, plenty of experience. Let's, let's, uh, Moving around the entire So uh, you get up to the top. Before you undo the, the, the you know, the, you get up to the top of your ladder. Uh, mm -hmm. You, uh, I presume, what? <laughs> hook, hook Honig up first before yep. you uh, yep. open the zipper. Hook, hook Honig up. Make sure that he's not going to, you know, be t carried away by the wind or whatever. Okay. Uh, at this point, he's wearing uh, basically one of the same 
flight helmets and mask and goggle setups that a normal crewman would be wearing to protect his face and, and eyes from the wind and low temperatures out mm-hmm. here. But um, uh, he's like, you know, he braces himself as best he can in this enclosed space at the top of the ladder and puts around inside the chamber and looks at you and is like, okay, you you unlo- uh, undo the zipper and I'll be holding the rifle. Right. Excellent. That's the plan. Undo the zipper. <laughs> onto the top of the thing. Yep. Zoop. It opens. Uh, it is then you, you fold the, uh, the hatch inside and secure it mm-hmm. so it doesn't flap around slapping you in the face. That is my Mr. Honig and yourself are not jerked out the uh, opening instantly. Hurrah! Um, by invisible forces. That's kind but, of uh, you are you are presented with a big black starry sky above and a and and a genuinely gibbous moon, I guess. This is gibbous, isn't it? Wait, I thought it was full. It was fully full. Yeah, we didn't Remember? we didn't fu- we didn't fly back in time a week. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, gibbous is a quarter moon or a, a no, quarter of a half. It's a, a waxing moon. Waxing, yeah. Now, it could be waxing away from the full moon, but the point is, it's, it's a it's full a, moon. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, give me some spot hiddens there, Mr. Height. Yeah, Vol. 45, that will make a 55 spot hidden roll. Okay. Just because you're Germans, I'm going to add the extra wrinkle that you guys all have uh, wristwatches and everybody decided to open their zippers at a particular minute. Coordinated so everyone timing. Stuck, so everyone stuck their heads out at the, basically the same time. Mm-hmm. When you do that, uh, both of you can see the other riflemen. You can Good. see the rifle barrel sticking out from the other mm-hmm. positions along with the dorsal surface of the ship. Exactly. It's as though the plan was good. And you wait. So, uh, Mr. Goodfellow. Yes. While you're down there in the keel, yes. um, you're standing there while one of your uh, German officers, a... Um, uh, Lieutenant Hosenfeld uh, mm-hmm. begins complaining that uh, he's the one missing an eye and mm-hmm. um, is missing a, uh, his right hand at the wrist. Okay. He complains that he starts complaining that he, he doesn't think he can stay conscious. He thinks he's passing out. Okay. And uh, oh, yeah, I observe his, his pulse or, or his pupils. Mm-hmm. Is there any other outward, outward signs that he's, you know, it just look like like he's dying, like he's being like he's being drugged. No, no, it no. doesn't. Uh, he um, but continues he to. He, he's just like he, he he starts trying to oxygenate himself. He starts trying to like <sighs> trying to keep in big breaths, and he's like, I don't, I don't know if I can stay conscious. I think there's something wrong. Wow. Okay. Go ahead and give me a medicine. Go ahead and give me a medicine roll. All right. Yeah. It's. 49 and my medicine knowledge is 65 his pulse does not go down his blood pressure is not going down he passes out while you watch him and this doesn't yeah this doesn't seem like altitude sickness doesn't seem like no absolutely not uh mr osler yes one of your um crew, a uh, machinist mate named um, Prus comes up to you and uh, announces that 
another one of the uh, engineer's mates, uh, Klaus Eggert, started to feel dizzy and passed out in the rear engine gondola before they could get him up the ladder uh, to see the doctor. Shit. Uh, is someone else manning the post? Uh, well, there's, yes, there's, there's still an, uh, another machinist down in there right now, but he passed out, uh, you know, uh, he's passed out and I'm not sure. Can we get him to the doctor? We can get the doctor to him. Uh, I think the doctor's otherwise indisposed at the moment. Did you try the smelling salts? Uh, did you smell anything? Is there a leak somewhere? No, no, there doesn't. No one else was affected. Shit. Um, that's strange. Um, we're proper altitude, correct? Uh, <laughs> we're not off course. Nope. Well, if he's not in the way, I guess leave him for now. Um, it, I think it may be too much to manhandle him up the ladder. We don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to yeah. lose him. He says the guy is uh, seems to be breathing all right. Um, but they so so they they lean him against uh you know the the they lean him away so he doesn't you know touch the hot engine, and he's right. leaned up against the wall. Uh, the wall, the the metal the metal frame with the canvas over it. Yeah, I, inform me if, if his condition changes. Um, you know, keep me posted. Okay. Should we check on the rest of the machine? Should we check on the rest of the engine spaces to make sure that this isn't happening to anybody else? Yeah, I mean, there's there's some guys in those. Uh, the guys in the nacelles are by themselves. Uh, yeah. Yes. Go do it. There's. Okay. Yeah, we need to have somebody make the rounds of the crew and and check on everybody. And okay. tell everybody to, to keep an eye on each other because we don't know what the hell's happening. Okay. You guys who are sitting up there on the top of the deck waiting for something to show itself, you're waiting. Proust comes back. Let's see. He is unhappy and uh, looks, looks uh, aghast. And he says, uh, and he comes back, you know, the, the, the signal telegraph. Uh, is right there in the keel next to uh, uh, where the nacelles are. He goes down one of those ladders, comes out, goes across to the other side, comes back to you, Albert, and goes, Helmut's dead. What do you mean dead? Dead he's how? He's dead. He's torn, to, he's torn to ribbons. Oh, shit. Something, Who? something tore a hole through the, the canvas and the... And I, I, he's got no good answers. He's dead. He's dead. The, the, oh. the, the, the animal must be inside. Ah, uh, I will run to towards the ladder where Carl Vogel was at and ascend the ladder to let him know that now we have uh, a potential hostile source inside. It seems. Okay. All right. All right. Seen anything uh, up on the camp on the canopy at all, right? Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, where is the where 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 is the hostile force? Have you found it? Uh, no. Uh, you would know that it's in the starboard nacelle, or at least that's where the yeah, body is. There, there, there's a dead body in the starboard nacelle. Inside the component, in in the yes. in the gondola. Yes. But the thing's not still in the gondola, right? I assume not. I, I'm Have not you sure. Have you anyone to check? Well, yeah, one, of, one, of the, uh, one of the machinists went down and discovered the body. All right. He came back, so I assume that there was nothing there. 
But if he's in the if he's in the gondola, that doesn't make him inside the canopy at all. The gondola is outside the canopy. We have to go on yeah. the stupid ladder to get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you okay? All right. Go back to your post. Stop panicking. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was inside the canopy. I didn't realize it was inside the gondola. Yeah, on the exterior part of the ship. Now, uh, okay. my question is: um, I, I'm going to not worry about the information moving around the ship. Who's told who to what? Uh, for except when people are all the way up on top of the canvas. If you're in the area of the uh, what do you call it, the keel, that information gets passed around pretty quickly. Everyone is losing their shit. All right. Uh, people are saying that there's dead bodies. People are, you know, uh, passing out and getting weird and sick. The soldiers are going to tell each other what's going on or telling each other what's going on. Um, the officers are telling them to be quiet and be calm or telling them to be quiet and be calm. Right now in the kill, you've got Osler. You've got uh, 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 Dr. Crone. Uh, the only two weapons that are down here are Kretschmann and uh, the um, Turkish officer who also has a pistol, CNN-6 pistol. Um my question for you guys is, uh, what do you and and you know, Doc, you're down there with them. What do you want to do about this dead body in the nacelle? And this was this was this was helmet, the one who was torn apart. He says that yeah, that's how the guy described it. That's how uh, Crewman Pruss described it. He says his helmet was torn apart. Well, I, I I need to perform an examination. Clearly, yeah. This will involve climbing out on a ladder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the air. Yeah. Um, my two favorite things. And climbing across to the to the nacelle. Yep. All right. Um, All right. I'm not. I uh, will make a spot hidden, please. You got it. Forty-four. Okay. Is that under your spot hidden? Uh, yeah. I think it was pretty good. Wait, wait. What the hell? Oh, uh, yeah, 60. Okay. Yeah. As you uh, come out of this ladder, and right. the my understanding is that the nacelles are uh, higher up the side of the ship than the uh, gondola, so not directly beneath. There's right. kind of a little ramp up and then a little cut open in the canvas door and then a ladder that is sort of angled downward that goes into the nacelle. Right. So right. that's how you're getting out. Got it. Um, as you come up to this thing, and then there's all these big giant, you know, duraluminum pylons and, yeah. uh, that hold that cell. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, as you come out onto this thing, you see that there are holes punched in the canvas above the hatch. When uh, you look out and look around the outside, you can see holes that go right. up around the outside of the airship and disappear around right. the curvature of the ship. Right. You're also seeing holes in the canvas of the nacelle. Um, looking through the the entryway opening of the nacelle, you can, right. you know, uh, there's light in there and you can see movement. Your spot hidden is good enough that you can tell that that movement is the movement of canvas from right. the opposite side of the nacelle, the side right. away from you that is yeah. torn. Flapping in the wind. Oh, fuck. Okay. But I don't see any signs, signs of, of, of actual like intent, you know, movement, like an animate. No. Now, okay. I will point out that Kretschmann yeah. and uh, Captain Ufak are both, you know, standing there or yeah. squatting there yeah. at the opening, looking down at the nacelle with you, both of with both of whom were with, have pistols. They're yeah. not looking really excited about the idea of climbing down there, but they're perfectly willing to shoot anything that yeah. doesn't look like you. Right, right. So, uh, I, backup is the most I can hope for. I yeah. Should. 
Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go out with you. I'll okay. Go. All right. All right. All right. Terrific. Um, I presume you guys move with caution. I'm not going to make you roll for this unless you're moving in a hurry. No. Um, and yes, you do, uh, you know, hook up the lines yeah. to cross over. Right. Um, so you get in there and uh, both of you get a sand roll, although the doc doesn't get nearly as bad a one because he's seen some of this before. I've seen that shit, baby. So both of you guys get... 84, excellent. I was there when the shit went down in Grenada. Uh, 14. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, that's only worth um, shit. That's worth nothing. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a dead mangled body. Uh, as for Mr. Osler, you take a single point seeing a dead mangled body. Uh, you've seen some dead mangled bodies. Despite okay. this one being unnatural, uh, looks like um, looks like Dr. Crone was prepared for this. Right. You've got Here's what you got. Engines in the middle of the room. The uh, crewman, whose name is, uh, I'll have to look up again. Donig. The uh, crewman Donig is against the uh, the wall that is the farthest away from the entry hatch. The Most of the canvas is torn off of the exterior. Now, there's still a frame, right? Right. And he's up against that frame. Uh, some of them, like uh, his arm and his head, appear to have been pulled between the metal frame is out there flapping in the breeze. He's been pulled out of his flight suit down to the waist. Ah, okay. Uh, the suit's been ripped off. It too is in sort of tatters and is flapping through the holes, flapping through the uh, spaces between the aluminum framework. Uh, he is covered from head to toe with nasty lamprey-like injuries welts that break the skin and dig down fairly deep into the uh, musculature. They're, again, circular and uh, uh, appear masticated. They don't look like octopus suction cup marks. And uh, it's not a pretty picture. Uh, Go ahead and give me a medicine roll and a spot hidden roll. You got it. Uh. I shudder and then I, I ask if this is what the other body looked like. I think we're dealing with the same thing. Yes. Uh, uh, 53 for medicine okay. and uh, spot hidden, 17. Okay. Um, certainly that justifies the information I gave you a little pre- preemptively there uh, before right. I made your roll. To tell you a little bit more, um, yeah, you got, a, you, got a, you got a guy who's exsanguinated. Yeah. And sure, there's some blood in the tissue around the injuries, but there's no blood on the uniform. There's no blood on the outfit. There's no blood on the floor. There's no blood on the canvas flapping in the breeze. Yeah. Um, uh, he's got some broken bones right. uh, in his arms. Right. But uh, he's just covered with these multiple, you know, marks that look like something you'd expect off a hagfish or a, uh, or a, lamp, or a river lamprey. Right, right, and the yeah, the, I mean, the Turk said the Turk said it was gin, and the, I mean, is is he's, he's been drained of blood as if by a by a vampire. Uh, um, go ahead. And, uh, does your character have any uh, occult or anthropology on him? I've got I've got anthro. I've got some anthro. I've got like just the bare uh, standard issue five percent for occult. Um, go give me a, Go ahead and give me some anthropology. That okay. might be a, a worthy number for knowing something it's, about gin. I've got I've got. Yeah, I've got 25 in it. So, 11! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the bad news on Jin is that they are creatures of air and fire. If they were creatures of air and fire, your Zeppelin would be on fire by now. Sure. But the air part is something where Jin uh, have a reputation for being invisible. Uh-huh. Uh, now, they're big on the whole, you know, will-o'-the-wisp sucker you into a bad place that kills you sort of thing. That's a, that's a pretty standard Jin thing where they... Make all you know. They they whisper you into the desert, and then you get lost, and you die horribly when the sun bakes you like an egg. Right. Um, but uh, they they do Standard have this reputation. Yeah, uh, but they they do have the reputation for being invisible, which mm-hmm. is a little bit of what you saw. Now the blood drinking. Yeah, that's not really a gin thing. There's all kinds of uh, other Arabic nonsense, like the ghoul. But that's yeah. a thing that eats bodies, not blood. Yeah. Um, there are life-stealing, there are always life-stealing mythical creatures. Yeah, in, yeah. But, but uh, and sometimes it's blood and sometimes it's just life essence. But right. that's true for the European vampires as well. Well, well, being as, as we just came from Persia and we happen to have a resident expert on Persian, uh, on, on the uh, site that we landed at, maybe while everybody else is is chasing after this thing i i want to talk to uh what's that what's that asshole hole in his name yeah Inganol. i'd like to compare notes with him and ask him if uh if uh what were the 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 tell him the story about uh the the thing that we're dealing with and see if it uh, reflects any uh local cultural legends that he might have uh, encountered when he was digging up this uh that weird nameless nameless lost city and, and maybe ask him about what the hell he brought on our ship, by the way. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Albert. do you want to go and look at that first? It's just Albert. the of a gin, that is all. And Albert, uh, there's, nobody, there's nobody manning this engine. To put somebody else in here with a dead body and wait for them to get picked off by their lonesome seems like a bad plan. How do you feel about shutting the engine down and maybe shutting the opposite nacelle down so that poor bastard isn't left with his ass hanging in the wind? Is that feasible to do and keep the the airship on its current course and everything? Yeah, be they'd, have to ter- they'd have to ramp the other engines up to a higher speed. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I say to the doctor, "Give me uh, give me a few moments while I turn this engine down, and uh, okay. we, should, we should probably head to the other nacelle as well, and uh, and turn that just, one down as well." Just use that the we, telegraph. Tell the guy there to turn it down. Yeah, you can uh, tell. Is there the, one in that engine? Yeah, there's yes. a telegraph in every nacelle. Okay. Yes. Yep, yep. Okay. I, I will signal that then. You signal them to turn the engines off and turn that into the second engine off and then report to the keel. And he does. And he's like, what? He's like, don't stay out there. It's dangerous. Okay. He's happy to hang out in the keel where it's perfectly safe. So, Cody, about yeah. this, uh, I, I presume you and Mr. Osler have, have words to, to, to have with them. Now, are, you, are we going to leave... Uh, a player character on the roof with a gun. I think. I mean, I I I, I, yeah. I realize that's that's the situation that's going on right now. I do not want to ditch Ken while you guys are having speaks with Doctor Ingenall. Well, well should, so I, should we go and grab uh, Carl and inform him of the situation? Apparently, uh, the creature is not. He needs to know our best bet. One guy up there with a gun, if he doesn't know that what he's looking for, that our best our best guess is that it's something invisible that sucks the blood out of you all at once. Uh, one guy up on, on, on the roof of that thing's probably just going to be bad bait. Right? 
Well, there's there's four. No, and we have oh, well, yeah. one in each area. He's okay, he's so the four, there's, four yeah. there's four groups. There's, there's four groups of two. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. What you've got. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody's um, seen anything. Nobody's seen anything yet. Right. Okay. Okay. Do we want to open up some of the the uh, the good doctor's crates and find out what we're carrying? Yes. That's Before we a, go and speak to him, that's always a possibility. I, I I would like to find out what I would like to find out what he has before I ask him what he has. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Let me um let me go ahead and pull this out if I possibly can. Boom. Do, do, do. Is there a, a way to signal to Ken's character, or does one of us have to actually go up and go get him? You'd have to go get him. So the guy that we just pulled in from the other NASO, I will send him up to go and inform. Inform Varro. Our, yeah, of of the situation that we're going to open. That he needs to come down. All Give right. Him any more information than that? All right. All right. Or that good. He should, this too. This is you. You start prying open cases. You find uh, you you pry, pry open these crates. And right. you start finding things that look like what I just uploaded to the group there. All right. Uh, it's, an, it's a, it's a JPEG. Yeah. It's stuff that looks like this, packed away inside uh, boxes inside um, these crates. It's, you know, it's basically, there's smaller boxes with these cylinders like that in them. They're packed away inside the crate with extra packing around them. It's stuff like that. Huh. So, like, cuneiform, or? I don't know. What do you know about cuneiform? Um, these, these don't look like anything special. Well, I mean, there's no. markings. There's markings on them, and they're clearly ancient <sighs> as fuck. And this is this is the part of the world where the first, yeah, uh, the, the first written language, first coins, all of that shit uh, came from. So, wow. Um, gosh. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's all we find of these are these, these cylinders. No, there's other things. things. There's there, there's a bunch of those, but uh, but nothing you know, really. There's no, uh, there's, there there may also be some uh, stuff that looks like actual small clay and or stone idols, maybe. But the uh, the majority of it, right, is that stuff. Is these cylinders okay? And there's also tablets, but all right, cylinders is the big one. Okay. I'm going to bring one of them. Now, with I, will, me. Yeah. I, I will point out that, you know, once you uh, pull this out and, uh, you know, there's, you know, there, there's, there's no, there's no effects. These just, right. uh, these are just clay cylinders. Right. 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 Um, no feelings of doom. None of that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no pictures of Dracula's and shit on them. All right. No. All right, Dracula's and shit. <laughs> Pictures of Dracula's and shit. Like yeah. <laughs> yep. It's always a bad sign. But it's covered in it's covered in Dracula's and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, then yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's let's go interview the uh, the, the archaeologist. And uh, yeah. Um, how's his health? Ask him. I ask him if he uh, if he's been feeling peaked at all. Well, he's miserable. Uh, he hates the airship. He doesn't know what's going on. He's, he says, "Is it, whatever it is, it, is it contagious? Perhaps I should move to a different part of the ship, away from the sick people." Um, no, it doesn't seem to be following any rhyme or reason of actual illness. In fact, the the Turks are saying uh, uh, that uh, they think it's a uh, it's a gin. 
Isn't that yeah, ridiculous? He says, well, they would. <laughs> uh, Jim. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the... Uh, uh, give, me uh, a, uh, give, me a, give me a psychology roll. Okay, terrific. It's nine. Um, oh, baby, I'm hot today. Wow. Yeah. Nine? Yeah. <laughs> What's your psychology? Uh, it's um, 31. Well, all right. So not, yeah, not a critical uh, hit, but yeah. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, yeah. when, he, when you said, oh, Jim, isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah, you saw his face move. Uh, uh, um, he seemed uh, he seemed annoyed or perhaps surprised. Why would why would you say Jin? Uh, he goes, well, of course they would say that, but that had more of an impact than uh, just saying Jin in front of a you know Middle Eastern archaeologist, shall we right. say? Right, right, sure. Well, more than it's not just that you're pronouncing it wrong, face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, mate. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I tell him, you know, our, our, uh, our, our crewmen are uh, have uh, are, are starting to say crazy things too. Like uh, something's something's draining uh, draining their uh, fellows of blood uh, rather rather explosively. And what, uh, so, what, you, what? I mean, he's like, what? What do you mean? What, wait, 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 wait. Uh, people are. Are, 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 are people dead? Uh, yeah, more than zero people are dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there. Uh, two people have been two people have been killed under mysterious circumstances, and uh, we. One's missing. Yeah, and 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 one more is missing, and we uh, we have no uh, no idea. Uh, ex- nothing was uh, wrong until we took on. Those those crew and you and your cargo. Might there be anything in your cargo that would shed light on this situation? The uh, um, go ahead and uh, give me a spot hidden. All right, both of you. I got a thirty-six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eighty. Damn. <laughs> Again, you're pretty sure you're on an airship. Um, <laughs> uh. When you said, is there anything in your stuff that could possibly shed light on this? He didn't look back towards his crates. He looked back towards his uh, hammock. And then there's like, uh, I can't, no, I can't imagine how anything could uh, have had an effect on this. Uh, Osler, um, Osler searches hammock. Uh, he objects, uh, but uh, since Albert Osler is roughly the size of a lowland mountain gorilla, yeah. Um, there is not a lot of objecting he can do. Right. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't go well. Or, uh, or I can search it while Osler holds him. Uh, oh well, yeah, yeah. Holds with him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll do Os- it. So I, yeah, I'm yeah. looking around because I fail, and I'm like, oh, this is getting us nowhere. And you're like, check the hammock, and I'm like, I shrug. I give the guy the hairy eyeball, and I just start moving forward towards he the hammock. He doesn't get in your way, but he does announce that it's, he does announce the obvious that boy, those sure are his personal things. And he comes from a higher social station than you blah, blah, blah. And then you go through his stuff and it's not hard to find very, it's not very hard to find at all. He's got a notepad in there. Right. He's got a, a pencil uh, that he's been making notes with. And he's got a couple of clay tablets, mm-hmm. uh, these cylinders that he's been fiddling with. Ooh. Yeah. Do they look like? They look like the ones from the crates. 
They look like the ones yeah. from the crates. Uh, so I, I turn around and I hold all the stuff out. And I'm like, looks like the stuff from the crates. And I hand him the note. He's like, be careful with those. Those are thousands of years old. That Your hands are, are damaging the clay even as we speak. Just put them, put them, put them down. Put them I, down. I, I hold, hold one up and uh, ask him, why are these ones so special? They were... Um, Oh, they're kind of slippery. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they were special because they were, they, 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 they were recently, they, they were only recently uh, uh, inscribed. I mean, yes, the writing, the cuneiform, uh, the Sanskrit is extremely old, but they were, they were actually uh, uh, inscribed in the probably in the 11th century uh, A.D. Uh, sometime before the Mongol invasions. Uh, the, it was, it, it's extremely. Uh, it was interesting that somebody was writing, uh, a, a modern uh, a Persian scholar was writing in an ancient uh, language. Uh, that's why it was of, of most interest. Uh, oh. And uh, might it have anything to do with, uh, say, summoning jinn? Or, 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 you know, I, yes. I, some of that Arabian night shit? Yeah. Yes, it, it, it does, but... Um, it's uh it it it, it, it yes it is a, a a ritual for uh the summoning and binding uh, uh of jinn yes <laughs> yes which is what? i mean that's just uh what yeah. it's just uh i don't i i can't imagine how that slipped his mind <laughs> um but you know that that's not yeah. that's not a thing <laughs> jinn aren't a thing Oh, totally. But, yeah, but that's thing. but that is a China thing. <laughs> All right, das ist das ist nicht China thing. Nein, nein, das ist gar nicht China thing. Einen thing. But he's no, he's like, look, uh, yeah, it's, it's just words written on clay by ancient people that has a lot of value, uh, you know, archaeologically speaking, but it's not. Um, it's not. Oh, there's I no got such it. thing as gin. Oh, I should right? totally. But can you you can read these? You know what this says. Uh, yeah. yes, I was working on it. <laughs> there a way to unsummon gin contained on these tablets. Um, yes, I hadn't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> I suggest maybe you should read more quickly then. It. It it's a, well from what I've read so far, and he holds up his German notepad written in, in pencil. Uh, yeah. He says that uh, the, the 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 ritual is uh, designed to summon and uh, bind a jinn for the purpose of uh, uh, forcing that jinn to drink uh, the blood of people, grant wishes, and once it has uh, it has. Granted those wishes, it is uh, it is automatically dismissed. I mean, that's what it says here. What did you wish for? I didn't wish for anything. I didn't well. wish. I did. There were no wishes made. No wishes. <laughs> <laughs> wishes are not a thing either. Like gin are not a thing. Stay puffed. Okay? I, that's what I've been real close to them. Nobody could wished never ever harm us. You know, okay. Do, no, should, nobody wished for anything. All right. I didn't wish for anything. I, should I 
Should I make a should I make another psychology role? Does he seem to be does does he seem to be Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and make another psychology role. Sure. Okay. It's not very good. I think I got 31, but uh wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah, my psychology is only 31. And I got 91. So right. yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I haven't You can't sure you can't tell you can't tell if he's lying or not. A couple more points, and I'd tell you the opposite. But right now, you just <laughs> yeah. get the – you can't tell if he's lying. I'm pretty sure I've fallen in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. At, 90, at 95, <laughs> you want to yeah. – 96 and higher, you want to elope. I'm going to um, help him break out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I just – I move right up next to him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I put my hand on his shoulder. Okay. That's – Yeah. All right, he's uncomfortable with your he's uncomfortable with your uh, your delicate love touch, um, but he says, "Look, I this is this is crazy talk. This is insane. It's just it's it's just some ancient prayer. It doesn't do anything." I I would have believed that an hour ago, but we have evidence to the contrary in it, two men that have been exsanguinated. That's not a gin. Holes ripped into the canvas. That's not a gin thing. That's not even a gin thing. That's that's not. I mean, that's not what the folklore says, anyways. And I'm pretty sure you failed your folklore role, dude. (laughs) I I thrust one of the tablets at random at him, and I say, "Read, read the unsummoning." There's uh, there was no look. There was no, I, I, I don't know if there, I, I, maybe there's an unsummoning. I don't know. I'll, I'll look, I'll look, I'll look. I just give it to me and I'll, I'll, I'll check. All right. I'll see what I can do. All right. I just, uh, this, this, this is not a thing that's real. All right. You guys are panicking and you don't need to damage these, these objects. All right. Uh, just give them back to me and I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can learn. Okay. I don't know that this is going to make things better uh yeah we can have somebody have somebody watch him but how anybody's going to know whether he's making anything better or doing nothing or actually actively working to make things worse if the the airship's on fire you know he made it worse yeah yeah (laughs) yeah if if i I just i say we can if it begins to bend in the middle and the two ends begin to meet at the top he's made it worse that would be a, a good sign Okay, yeah. So the bar's already set pretty high. I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, we. Uh, I didn't do this. The... He keeps. He he keeps. I didn't do this. I did not do this. All right. I, yeah. This is not my. This is not my fault. Ask him what he did do if he didn't do this. What What does he think he did do? He says it. I. Yes. I sounded out some of the phrases, but. That's not a thing that works. That's not a thing that happens. Okay? That's not a real thing. That's yes. not reality. Men uh, men uh, dying uh, of invisible monster attacks, also not a thing that happens. The sides of a Zeppelin splitting in flight is not a thing that happens. Men being killed in the engine nacelle with no visible means of entry, also not a thing that happens. Herr Dr. Professor, it is time to begin to consider what is happening, not what does happen. I demand that you resolve this situation, or we will resolve it by removing the proximate causes from this craft. Do I make myself clear? Yeah, that ought about, that ought about do it, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of the Imperial Navy, 
I order you. <laughs> um, you make it quite clear that uh, there's going to be a ballast issue. Yeah. Uh, unless he can fix this. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I'll, I'll, yes, yes, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. Now, I would point out that the Turkish captain who's hanging out and listening to this, German, says that, well, he says, I don't know what this, this uh, infidel is going to do about it. He says that uh, the proper way to defeat a jinn is to read uh, the appropriate passages from the Quran. Okay. Well, tell him I, knock, you know, knock himself out. If he doesn't have a Quran, listening. one will be provided. He's carrying well, one. <laughs> yeah, as a as a Turkish officer, he's carrying as an Ottoman. He's carrying yeah. a copy of. Well, tell he him is a, He is tell a member him. of the Caliphate. Remember, this is still the tell Caliphate. Him to get to reading. Um, yeah. He is he is one hundred percent down with that plan. Look in the right. index under Jin not uh, allowing and go nuts. <laughs> yeah, he is he goes to work doing that exact thing. He no knows what would be happening here, Surah. Let's have it. Yeah. <laughs> And goes to work speaking in Arabic rather than Turkish. Good for um, him. Well done. What a, now what? Do we have this uh, a multinational team. This is the best tradition of the central powers, really. Everyone working together, yeah. doing their part in fear that the Germans will shoot them if they don't. May everyone, uh, I'm just going to presume that you guys are all down here at the moment. Yes, we're all in the kill. Kill. I got dragged down here at some point yeah. during this yeah. insanely long conversation. Yeah. That's, again, didn't want to leave the, the didn't want to leave you up up top. Um, Everyone no, I um, uh, sent a guy up to bring me down and told me that I was needed. And apparently, I was needed for a theological dispute. <laughs> a theological dispute. Which I solved my pistol. That is the only way to solve theology. <laughs> I got it. It's more that more that Kulturkrieg we heard so much about in 1914. Right. What are we rolling? I got a six. Uh, spot hidden. Everyone, spot hidden, yes. Anybody else? 30, which is also a spot hidden. 47 out of 65. All right. That's cool. Every one of you guys see it. Uh, although God knows Cody sees it first, uh, which yeah. means that uh, you may be you may yeah. be able to react to the problem before it gets much further along. You're the lucky winner, uh, Cody. Yeah, Colonel Donnersmark, one of your Austro-Hungarians, has right. has climbed out of his hammock and is now climbing up one of the is starting to climb up one of the ladders. You see him starting to get out of his hammock and walk towards one of the ladders. Is what you see. Right. You, you spot him as he's in motion. You see yeah. him before he puts his hands on the ladder. I run over and try and stay. He, does he seem to be sleepwalking or something? Or he's just Why, yes, he does. When you grab yeah. him, he doesn't respond. He just keeps trying to get to the ladder. Uh, Osler, help me restrain this guy. Okay. Sure. Uh, give, me some, give, give me some grapple there, Otto. Uh, Albert, uh, it is one of your fortes. Yep. Uh, 49 out of, I believe, 80. Damn. <laughs> your size... No, 75, 75. I, I'm not even going to compare your, like, 17 strength to his 10 or whatever it is. You... <laughs> you, you, you restrain him. He, uh, he struggles around for, um, let's see here. Uh, probably another 30 seconds not saying anything. Just sort of trying to get his arms out and make his arms and legs move. Until finally he sort of snaps out of it and goes, get your hands off me. What are you doing? Right. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. Get your hands off me. What are you, release me, you. And indeed, you're not. Um, it's, he, it's charming them. It's weakening them, and then it charms them when it summons them when it wants to feed. 
I, I slowly put them down. Um, and picked them up Colonel Vonnemark looks around at you guys like you're talking, um, you're, you're talking moon language at him. He, he does not, what, what, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? I ask him if sleepwalking runs in his family. No. Well, it does now. Although, <laughs> with some of these Habsburgs, <laughs> you can never tell. There's yeah. some hair lips. <laughs> That's right. Sleepwalking is actually the best possible thing that could run in his family. Yeah, yeah my treat, there's, there's yeah. Some, there's a couple of Archdukes who are all who who do part-time work as the dog-faced yeah. boy. In the yes, I, have, yeah. I, have, I have three pallets, and I'm haunted by a dibbuk. But no, I don't sleepwalk. Yeah, my tree, <laughs> my tree's got some wreaths in it. Gorilla monsoon is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, then, then, uh, sorry for the misunderstanding, sir. Uh, your hammock's back that way. Um, you know, he, he stumbles over. He, he he asked the question, "What am I doing out of my hammock?" Uh, yeah, uh, it, it looks like, it looks like you slept, you were, you were sleepwalking. So, uh, yeah. Do you feel all right? Does he feel, ask him if he feels weak or drained or. Now he was not one of the ones who was passing out and not waking up. Right. Um, he feels, uh, uh, let me actually make a roll for hey! you. I... All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Oh, geez. Okay. Should have rolled that first. His reaction when he snaps out of it is stronger than that. Okay. He just critted his fucking power roll. Wow. He uh, uh, was able to, uh, one of the reasons you guys saw him is he was able to make a noise mm-hmm. as he was getting out of his hammock. He was like, something's touching me. Words nah. to that effect. You wake him up. Yeah. He first is struggling against Albert. Like he thinks that something that Albert is something una- is something holding him, not a person. Right. If you once you get him calmed down, and this is worth, yeah, he took a sand hit on that, but not enough that he had to make an idea roll. Not he didn't get the same temporary insanity that you did. Right. Um, he says he felt something like slugs on the surface of his brain. He felt like something slithered along the internal surfaces of his head and like a curtain came down over his eyes. And he said it was, he said he describes it as unnatural, as unhorrible, as he describes it as, as something from the outside reaching in. He right. does not describe it as I passed out, I, I lost consciousness. He says something put a hand or a thing into my head and yeah. pulled me, it was pulling me towards it. Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can't he starts. Any- he starts. He starts babbling about witchcraft. Shit, shit. Uh, you know, I think we're dealing with two phenomena here. The, uh, the, the thing that, 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 that caused everybody to weaken seemed like the, like the, the primary thing. And then the, uh, uh, this just explosive exsanguination, whatever the, the predator thing is, seems like the, uh, the, the secondary thing, if you're looking at it like an illness. And, uh, yeah, maybe the, uh, if, if we're, if we're going to go all in and suppose just for the sake of, uh, of argument that, uh, the, uh, archeologist diddling with, uh, his cylinders had something to do with the, with the straits that we're in. Maybe that was what caused the illness. 
and uh, and and now it's and now it's 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 called down this thing, and this thing is uh, I don't know how how many folks you know in German uh, in Germany had read Dracula, but uh, yeah, there were there uh, what you call it. Well, well you, luckily, we've brought along a guy who can tell us the publication history of Dracula in foreign yeah. languages. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, and it was uh, it wasn't like Germany didn't have its own uh, its own uh, yeah uh, literary Art. books. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's 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 using hypnosis or something. It it can reach out across distances, and it doesn't seem like we can see it when we're looking right at it. So. How how are we going to how are we going to uh, isolate this thing in one place and kill it or get it off of the sh- off of the ship? Is is the is the big question? Because it it, it can pick it can pick us off. We need to stay in groups right. of at least of at least two because if any any one person can just suddenly uh, go off by themselves and uh, and and get fed on, then we need to uh, stay bunched together. Yeah, stay out of those nacelles. If the if the main engine gondola can be can be closed up, that's that that is actually more secure than the nacelles, right? Yes. Yeah, I I would say close that up, and and unless somebody you know telegraphs first that somebody's coming down, try and isolate isolate that so that uh, whatever's whatever's happening can't uh, get into the uh, the last last working engine. Well, if we you know if we seal off the the command gondola has its own engine compartment that is actually right. you know the walls of that thing are made out of right. wood not right. canvas right so for something to get into that it'd have to tear through the wood walls if we right. can and we can close off those hatches yeah. if something does that there's going to be a point of entry that you can put a lot of bullets into yeah presuming those work but then the question is you know are you talking about concentrating moving everyone to one section of the of the keel so that it can be guarded that's that's uh, seems like the seems like the best strategy. I mean, the the, okay. the, the more spread out the, the people are, the easier we are to pick off. Yeah. All right. Um, what is our what is our uh, what is our current uh, spot? We were over Tbilisi uh, when this began. Are we still up in the Caucasus? Are we no, out over the Black by Sea now? Where this, by, by the time all this nastiness has been going on. Uh, I am presuming that uh, at least a couple of hours have gone by, to say the least. And uh, you guys are probably heading towards, you're probably halfway between Tbilisi and Poti at this point. Okay. Um, okay. All right. You're still Here's over land. We are, well, we're in a position where we can redirect and we can come down in Erzurum or Shamshun or Trabzon or any of the places that are run by our brave Turkish allies along the southern coast of the Black Sea rather than yeah. spend the next 20 hours over a dark, deep, horrible body of water. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, I will, I will point so out... So why don't the, I go try and convince the captain to change course for the closest Turkish city that can support <laughs> us uh, yeah. landing? Yeah. All right. I like that plan. Now, here's the bad news. The bad news is that airships require an enormous amount of infrastructure to safely land them. Yeah, well, um, we just did it in a fucking field full of genies. So, yeah. <laughs> so, how are you going to be? <laughs> yeah. Um, ch- now, uh, chances are that uh, you will be able to find a Turkish city to land this ship next to, uh, or Turkish uh, facilities, that, you know, to, to land this thing next to. It mm-hmm. may be a crash landing. It may permanently <laughs> damage the airship. You know, yeah. but you'll be inside friendly territory. 
and we right. will not be falling out of this thing or being killed by some sort of invisible genie condor. C correct. <laughs> correct. Now, to change course and head that direction, I am going to guess, and again, part of the problem is, is that the sun might not be up yet, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, well, that, that's that, why God put compasses on things. And by God, I mean no, the no, Admiralty. No. I meant performing the landing at night. <laughs> yeah. I meant performing the landing at night with, you know, no, you know, if you foreknowledge of the rain or, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All that good shit. But yeah, yeah that, that's all horrible. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to suggest that you're probably looking at it at minimum from where you are, six hours of flight time just to get over the Turkish border. Right. And then um, that'll also, that'll also put us uh, in, in the daytime. Yeah, six hours from now. So yeah, so you'll be you'll be hitting dawn about then. So that's a plus if you can call it that. Um, oh, yeah, we'll take any. They call it a plus. <laughs> uh, so there, that is a possibility, absolutely. And uh, no, not a bad move at all. Um, you will not have to work very hard to convince Captain Marienberg that that's what should be done. That is my Marienberg, plan. Go do that. Marienberg. Um, yeah, trying to stay on course and land in jumble seems uh, seems like bullshit. Twenty hours of this is no good. People are people are dropping like flies. Yeah, but he said, but he's worried that we may not even make the six hours. Yeah, uh, yeah. The way things well, are going. I'm also worried about that, but I know we're not going to make the twenty hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, Captain Marienberg uh, says, uh, uh, consults you and is like, "Well, all right, Carl. Um, do we? What, what um, month is this? Is this January? January." Yeah. Yeah, okay. first week of freaking January. So we, we so we can't get uh, we can't get through to Erzurum or Trebzon because those are both still in the hands of the stupid Russians. Yes, or the Armenians actually. So we have to get a little farther in to Turkey, and I think Shamshan is probably the closest city that re realistically is going to be able to support us. But at least yeah. we'll be over a possible uh, area where we can get uh, uh, support supplied by the Turks if it comes to that. Yeah. So yes, you, yeah, you, you wanted yeah. All right, um, let me go ahead and put the put the navigator on that. Um, now, the problem is also speed. At this point, we got two engines shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can turn two engines up to full speed. That is in the uh, the rear gondola, the engine gondola, and the um, uh, command gondola. Uh, the question is, how do we protect them? Do we lug one of the Maxim guns over there? Do we uh, put guards with rifles in those? Um, well, so far, the thing hasn't attacked anywhere where there have been riflemen. Our, our guys have been up there on the top, and we haven't heard screams or seen blood dripping down the ladders or any of that. Nope. So I would say, uh, at the very least, we should... Is there room in the in the engine gondola to, uh, to, to pintle those Maxim guns? Less like pintle, more like cradle. Um, cradle? Stick them out the window uh, and hope? Yeah, well, you well, can... Well, if it's, I'm, if, I'm more. I'm more thinking about you know if the fabric tears away and some and Franz gets jerked uh, up against the um, uh, exterior uh, uh, or up the against the interior framing. You just jam the Maxim over his shoulder yeah. and let loose a bunch of bullets. <laughs> so, yeah. so, it's, so it's more just a matter of having a Maxim sitting in each engine compartment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No reason we can't do that. Yeah have them you know, broken out of wherever it is they're broken into and uh and and disperse them to the engine compartment since that's obviously crucial okay yeah um one of the other problems is is there's still going to be the problem of having to move up and down the keel and manually pump the fuel from the fuel yeah. tanks 
into that means guys with guns moving back and forth guarding. Yep. Yeah. Well, well again, four we keep guys everything down guns. to the keel. That's good, right? We, yeah. What we need to do is stop having these penny packets get uh, taken out. All right, I'm going to go tell the uh, machine mates to, to climb up and withdraw the guys from the top of the canopy since apparently the thing has stopped going there. Right. Okay. We'll pull well, them it down to the keel. It did try out. to make somebody, it did try to make Donnermark climb up to the top of this airship, though. Yeah. Why did it do that? To eat so him. To eat him. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, if we pull, so if we send the guys to pump the fuel in teams of two and have each group covered by a guy with a rifle <sighs> and then keep everybody else in a central location. Yeah. You have guys, guys in each engine room, they're, should be relatively secure. You've got guys with maxims. Mm. That way we can keep an eye on everybody all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, we, we would like to know why Donner Mark was being sent to climb the, the ladder. But we, uh, short of, you know, hypnotizing Donner Mark, I don't think there's any way of finding that out. I mean, unless you've no. got interrogation drugs, Doctor, but I don't think those exist yet. Uh, no, not really. Well, I mean, you can sodium pentothal, didn't I? Yeah, you can you could load them up with scopolamine or something like that, but uh, yeah. all that is is a sedative. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it also makes it, you babble. It yeah. makes you talk, but it doesn't. Uh, you know, it it uh, it doesn't make you truthful. My understanding is right. No, no, it doesn't. But if you, know, if you could explain, he if, would love to explain. He really okay, would. Right. Scopolamine was isolated in 1880. So yeah, scopolamine is available. Do uh, Doctor Crone? Do yeah. you know enough about this kind of alienism? to be able to talk to Donnermark in a useful fashion, or are we better off just training him to his bunk and hoping for the best? Well, I do have some training in psychoanalysis and psychology. Oh, Go ahead. Fire away. Yeah. That talk. Yeah. Why don't you tell out why Donnermark wanted to climb? Make, make with right. the Vienna talk. All right. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, I have 22 and, uh, Nah, sixty-one. Uh, right. Now well, I'm crazy. Um, he, 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 do. Corona's climbing up into the canopy. It's so clear now. Uh, now I've got Munchausen <laughs> syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Right, um, Call your dwarf with a giant breath to blow us to fucking turkey. <laughs> I'm a red tooth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. King of oh. everything. King of everything. That'll work. We okay. Um, they won't expect that. <laughs> the um, there is one call from the peanut gallery. Besides the Turks reading yeah. their their Quran, and I'll point out while they've been doing that, we have not been attacked. Hey. Yeah. Except for the guy who, except for Donnermark, that was still going on. The, the, yeah, he was probably. In, yeah, but he's clearly an infidel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this only protects the Turks. Yeah. Uh, well, it's only been the put them in a ring around the Zeppelin, and then we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is one call from the peanut gallery, and that yeah. is, Crutchman says that since since we can't see it, and since it's stalking us, mm -hmm. and every time we go out by ourselves to try and find it, it either avoids us or or it um, picks one of us off. Uh, maybe what we need to think about are snares. Ah, yeah. Okay. The airship, the airship's filled with um, steel and aluminum cable. Right. If this thing is physical, 
I mean, and it seems to be punching holes in the airship right. like it's... In fact, give me some spot hiddens from all you guys. All right. 33 out of 65. Okay. 44 against 60. Okay. A 36 out of 55. Okay, you all see it now. Mm -hmm. There are holes in the canvas under the keel, under the walkway. Mm -hmm. Punched up and down, and, there, and, it, and it does seem to go along following the support structures of the airship's rigid frame. Um, okay. like something punching its claws through the canvas and then wrapping them around the interior uh, girders. Um, right. But you guys have, you, know, you will see that there are plenty of places where these guys, where this has happened. It's been right. crawling around underneath you. Yeah. Um, can we, can we furthermore, see? Yeah. Furthermore, uh, Kretschmann says, you know, it was an old wives tale in Tanganyika that to hunt a lion sometimes people would um, stake out a child right yeah to we attract the lion's attention yeah we need a Judas this, goat this this uh, well, we this had a thing whole bunch of guys with injuries yeah, yeah who are unconscious yeah maybe we put that maybe we leave them and move everyone who's conscious away from them <laughs> yeah and then but before we do that Maybe there's a way that all these guys from the Navy can figure out ways to tie some knots and some possible snares. Well, I think Kretschmann, being an old uh, Africa hand and hunter, can, and, uh, can be put in charge of supervising our machine mates to make a bunch of snares that prevent things from moving along the keel to kill us. Well, I'm thinking about if they're – he's thinking that maybe this only works if they're inside the keel. Yeah. Um, if something – but it'd have to come inside the keel to feed. Right. So far, it's only fed on people who were going between the keel and the gondolas, maybe picking them off. Yeah. Yeah. When they were transferring or got somebody through the canvas. Maybe yeah. if we, um, we leave some beta out and then we... Leave the top open. Uh, yeah. And, and leave some beta out and um, move far away from it. Yeah. Uh, or at least fairly far away from it. Maybe even moving them into a different part of the ship to concentrate them. And then if we uh, put out snares of some variety. Um, yeah. yeah, let's do it. The question is, is what do, we, what do we attach the cable to? I mean, we could attach it to the, to the frame of the ship. The frame of the ship. If the frame of the um, ship is going, then we have bigger problems. I can't believe that we could have bigger problems. But that would be the problems we would have is that the spine of the ship is broken. That's are, you saying that if we, are you saying if we attach the, 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 the cables or the, the snares to the frame of the ship, we'll end up breaking the ship? No, I'm saying that if we do, then we're screwed either way. Yeah. yeah okay, fair enough. That's a problem um, that you want to have. Yeah. If, if, uh, if it uh, can be snared and immobilized, then right. maybe it's being then invisible. It doesn't right. fucking matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if anyone's interested in this, and if anyone's interested in the subject of counterweights, we do have a lot of these giant tanks that are detachable. Yeah. Yes. Right, and we also have you know boxes of um, uh, artifacts. Uh, artifacts. It may have a they certain could... sentimental attachment too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could perhaps attach one end of the cable to Doctor Inghol. Yeah, and the other. <laughs> And we'll just leave attach that on the one to his to his um uh, to his magic uh, summoning clay. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Mm. So, well, doctor, we need you to get out to this specially prepared ritual space. <laughs> so, so what do you think about the Judas goat idea? We've painted a, a pentagram here. I mean, if yeah. Dr. Crone is all, I mean, he's the guy who had the Hippocratic Oath. I'm a German officer. <laughs> Sacrificing yeah. people for the save, salvation of the unit is like my whole job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, if, if I, I don't have a problem but with it. If it's, point on it, some of them are intermention. If it's, yeah, if it's, uh, yeah, there are some Hungarians and Poles mixed in there with the, yeah, uh, the Germans. You know, they're tyrannics of some sort. Hey, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Alpine races. What are you going to? I'm so glad you referred to the Turks as tyrannics. That's marvelously um, 19th century pseudoscience. That's awesome. It's called reading a book, my friend. That's what you do (laughs) in the Krieg's economy. Wow. Well, you got to have the bearers of culture around for some some actual concrete reasons. Exactly. Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all I'm all for it. Is uh uh is is. Uh, Ingenol in the in the same area with the uh, our, our sleepy Turks. Uh, well, he, there's there's only one sleepy Turk, uh, yeah. but um, the as far as there's no isolation physical right. by walls or anything up here. Right, um, he's probably towards the front of the ship with the Germans uh, more than anything else. I suspect that even if it wasn't conscious, there was a distribution where the Germanic speakers ended up in one section, right? And the non-German speakers ended up in another. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, how do you got? All right, yeah, do you do you have a plan? Let's hear you what your plan is and how you want to execute it. All right. All right. Well, we have the the mechanics working on snares right now. Okay. Yep. Under Crutchman, uh, we've got the Maxim guns have been deployed. Crown uh, mm-hmm. is deciding which of the of the people should be left out as bait, and whether or not it requires anything more than their slumber. To bait them. I mean, we know that this thing drinks blood. Do we have anyone with an open, suppurating wound? Um, we want to tie them down so they can't go they, up they, the ladder not, and out. They're not getting. They're not waking up. Then if they, <laughs> or yeah, they're I the, guess you're, they're the guys who they're the guys who can't wake up. Right. Or they can't until now. Was, was Donner smart? Like his name was? was he a guy who can't wake up who then woke up and climbed? No, See, no. He was. That's what he I'm was, saying. He had not conked out before he um, got hypnotized. Uh, yeah, right. And somebody, okay. somebody needs, somebody needs to stay with our potential sacrifices anyway. Because th- what's to stop this thing from just calling them, and then our, and then our people one by one sleepwalk into our snares, uh, mm-hmm. instead of it, instead of it going to them. I, I think, um, uh, I think we can easily secure them to their bunks. I mean, the bunks yeah. are literally made of rope. Okay. Yeah. 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 Then, then, yeah. So we tie everybody down, and so yeah. The, then it's then it gets frustrated. For, for all I know, Mr. you're supposed to be tied into a bunk on a zeppelin anyway, because if you fall out, Mister Height, Mister yes. Height, Yavor. Um, you experience an unpleasant physical sensation. <clears throat> you know it. Um, it. Uh, go ahead and make me a sand roll. That's less pleasant than I like. How's a twenty-one? Okay, that's good. I know that. Um, You do not lose a sand point. Uh, However, you also do not lose any magic points. But uh, if I may, uh, overly overly telegraphing the uh, mechanics of what's happening, but you do experience a sensation like something invisible, something uh, immaterial was trying to pull at you in a uh, in a way that. um, uh, you felt like you were 
experiencing a everything got heavier your arms your legs your eyelids uh ah, the you dessert. snap he you tried snap to put me out into his sorceress sleep, the damn Jin Condor. You snap out of it, and uh, suddenly you find yourself one magic point up on the deal and feel weirdly energized by the entire experience. Cool. This is like the prof- this is like the doctor's tea all over again. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a bit like that. You're a bit like, huh? Wow, snap. Huh. Now, whether you share that experience with everyone else is another matter. Oh, absolutely, I share this experience. <laughs> This is like I, I was suddenly. Uh, the, I feel more uh, confident. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> yeah what, is it, it hot in here? Yeah. <laughs> it feels hot in here. Where does where does this ladder go? It goes up. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big trouble in L fifty nine. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I say that I think that the gin attempted to uh, to to put me under its ensorcelment, but I resisted, and the result is as though I had ingested the good doctor's tea. Well, well, well. Do you, do you think it, it can hear what we're saying, or do you, do you think that it can? I have no idea. I'm not, the, I'm not the read our minds. I really hope it can't hear what we're saying. Yes. How about that front answer? I really yeah. hope. Yeah. No, yeah. If it can hear what we're saying, we're already in great trouble. Yeah, indeed. indeed. So, what about uh, what about our our uh, good archaeologist? Is he is he making any progress with the cylinders, or is he just refusing to believe uh, what's going on? Or what's his um, deal right now? He is. Um, Should we take these away? Uh, well, he <laughs> seems to be looking at them. Um, he's got this one in his hand that he's he's he, that he's he's looking at like he's. Um, his expression reads like he's trying to explode it with his mind. Right. Um, and um, let's see here. Okay. At some point, he takes it. Mm-hmm. Um, he picks this thing up and just smashes it against uh, a piece of the internal uh, 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 structure right. of the airship and just smashes it into powder. Right. Uh, at some point uh-huh. and just says, that can't help us. That's that is that can't help us. <laughs> well, it certainly can't now. Yeah, uh, I made a convincing case. Another uh, successful lecture from Professor Engenol. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why, why, why now? Why not before you read the fucking thing? Why not before you got on my Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so clearly, uh, uh, there's 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 no help there. Um, <laughs> no help from that corner. Let's yeah. <laughs> All right. So so yeah. Uh, so to our, uh, our 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 Scooby Trap plan, we've we've got um, everybody tied down. We've got snares deployed. Uh, I want to I want to look at uh, Doctor Ingenol's uh, notebook. Okay. Um, I want to find out if he wrote anything in it uh, along the lines of you know all work and no play makes Doctor Ingenol a dull NPC. Yeah. Um, or hail hail fire and snow calls the thug where we will go or. Really, anything. Yeah. Well, that's not hard. That overlight on Vogler is so dreamy. I wish that he would pay attention to me. Anything, <laughs> really. Considering that you've got a, again a, a an, an ape-like assistant and uh, a luger a pistol, um, you're you're really a chilly <laughs> luger. You uh, add the you add the uh, handgun and the persuade, and it becomes a much bigger number. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not hard to get his uh, notebook away from him. The last thing he wrote in that thing while he's trying to go back through it 
is he writes the word booby trap. <laughs> well, does he now? Well, I'm not even sure if the word booby trap would have been in the vernacular uh, at this point in time, but he would have written the word trap. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, so we know that it can read someone's mind. Um, he, um, his, his, the journal is, the journal is not full of that. It, it is full of the translation into German of the ritual mm-hmm. uh, for the students, for, you know, the new students to um, uh, call and bind and collar a gin Serve it, right. you know, bring it to your will, and you know. But is the um, but is the ritual a trap, or was he talking about us? Yeah, I will point out that he in the in the journal, you know, he's talking about translating from you know, cuneiform, but for an Arab speaker mm-hmm. uh, who's translating who's who's uh, writing in cuneiform, but in the modern what would have been the modern age. Um, at the end of it, you know, he 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 says, you know, it says. This is a trap. Hmm. If you do, you ask him what he means by that. Yes, I very much ask him what he means. I continue my persuade roll. Click. Um, <laughs> he said, "Click." That, that would, would that be the hammer going back? Okay, <laughs> it could be. It could be a hammer going yeah. back. Zeppelin's click for a lot of reasons. <laughs> um, yes, it's the hammer going says, back. He is. It is difficult to get him to speak on the matter because it is insanely ridiculous to even. Contemplate. We can ensure that he remains silent on the matter if you would rather. He says, This trove, this find, this everything, this was, this belonged to some sort of alchemist. And this, 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 he's looking at pointing to the dust on the ground. Mm -hmm. This was a trap. This was a trap for for, for anyone who came and, and, and thought they could know what he knew. Ah, so it doesn't, it doesn't grant your wishes. It brings something to, 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 to kill us. Oh, yeah, this, was, this yeah. was some fuck you from some dead alchemist from a thousand years ago. Now, Herr Dr. Professor Engenol, I wish you to calm yourself, restore your famous academic ration, <laughs> and I wish you to think very hard about the answer to this question. Is there a way out of this trap? Can you find a way out of the trap that you have led us into? I wish to believe that you can, Dr. Professor, but you must help me to understand it as well, because I am a mere naval officer, not a specialist in Sanskrit inscriptions or whatever. He, he gestures at the, at the chest. This is maybe in there somewhere after months and months and months of translation. Uh, there is an yeah. answer for how to make this thing go away. But for what I got out for this document uh, that was prominently displayed in the tomb for just this reason, so it would be picked up first. I mean, it was the it was the best preserved, you know, yes. no. most clear, most you, clearly written. You, item. you, you have was, indeed done the will of this ancient evil gin consorting alchemist, <laughs> apparently. I'm asking you again, as a man of science, as a man of the fatherland, as a scholar, can you undo his will? No. No, I don't know how. I don't know how. Maybe I'd know how if I had months to, 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 to dig into all this stuff and, and, and properly. No, I don't. No, there's no time. Yeah. Either, either, either it can be killed or it can't. 
Yeah. Very good. I think we have found the answer of who is bleeding to attract this thing into our trap, however. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. I start moving forward to grab yes. him. As a, as a member of the esteemed Hohenzollern family, Professor Ingenol, do you wish to do the honors yourself? And I prefer him a bayonet. <laughs> he says, you're insane. You're mad, don't you? He makes a run for it. Uh, Albert, it's on you. Yeah. All right. Is this a grapple attack? Or? Yeah, yeah. This would be a grapple attack, yes. If he bleeds when you run him into a sharp piece of aluminum, that's ideal. <laughs> I rolled an 11 out of 75. There we go. Okay. You make him into a pretzel. If yeah. you care to open him up with some shallow cuts, that will be something that will... Scalp that wounds require. bleed a lot. I know that. Yeah. I, I don't believe there's going to be a requirement for a die roll on that. <laughs> to bang his okay, head so against something. Yeah, so, so Carl has the, the, the bayonet out, so I just grab it and I kind of cut him across the forehead. I, you know, cut him like he's, along the he back screams of his head. He, he screams appropriately. I mean, he screams like, uh, you know, like a Hohenzollern. Mm -hmm. um, Not like a Wittelsbach. Yeah, that is the uh, royal family in Germany. <laughs> so I will I will frog step him out to the I guess to the center of the keels I guess where we were planning on yeah, putting out, someone out where our drop yeah. drop drop him in the middle where the the other unconscious people are mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm down all right so he doesn't uh, crash around and frighten people yeah or <laughs> or get away yeah mm -hmm. either one yeah it doesn't really have anywhere to get away to. It, we just rather that he believed than someone who didn't cause this. Yeah. <laughs> Using your fabulous knowledge of uh, Navy knots, you tie him to uh, one of the girders on the, um, on the keel and in the middle of the other conked out fellows in the middle of the uh, wire traps that have been set up or snares that have been set up. And uh, now what? Now he does Wait. a lot of praying and he has a lot of, he, he makes an enormous amount of noise. He doesn't run well, out of lung. If he does a do magical, do if, if by accident one of those is a magical banishing spell, then we're all winners. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, now I we wait for the thing. We, I, I we've think done this, everything that we can, right? We've got, I think this just goes got, to show you another human universal torture works. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just that simple. Always, it's always <laughs> a good. Always a good policy. Yeah, just, yeah. Why not? Why not just go there first? I, yeah, yeah. We, 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 you know, we've got guys with rifles. They're waiting for any indication of some sort of, you know, attack on the uh, the bait of all of its mm -hmm. in all of its various sorts. We've got our snares ready. Kretschmann is standing by to tell the machinists to avast and whatnot, belay and whatnot. So if, when he needs to, so we're good on that. We're just waiting. I mean, right now, if it holds off from attacking us for six hours, we get to Turkey and we're all winners. Yeah. So that's what we do. We wait for it to attack us. About if how it many? Um, great, we won. About. Uh, all right. Um, where do you want the uh, concentration of unconscious people and Ingenol to be? The uh, unconscious. Do you, want to be, do you want it to be in front of? Uh, or where in relation to the other gondolas in the middle? We need, we need it to the, be away the from the, the engines. We don't want to attract it towards the engines. The engines are behind right. us. Right. So we're ideally going to do this in the nose if we can. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was just, just about to say, put towards the nose. Right. Then that's everything. Then that weight is moved to the front of the airship there. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's going to have to be a drop in some of the ballast up there because you've. Oh no! If only we had a bunch of rocks from a haunted fortress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to throw overboard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and in fact, they are up there. So that's all piled up at one end. All right. Um, give me some listen rolls, please. All righty. Ninety-six. It's really loud uh, on this Zeppelin. Yeah, twenty-five. The odd seven works. Yeah. Um, and uh, the twenty-five works even better after that. The ninety-seven again. You're pretty sure you're on an airship. What? The um. Can't hear you. There's some. There's something creeping up on you from behind, Cody. Oh nope, it's ducked behind the door. I think I'm on an airship. <laughs> no, it's back. Ah, fuck. <laughs> All right. The, um, I, I turned around and put my flashlight at it. That works. Um, <laughs> yeah. At this point, you guys settle in. I think it all makes a lot of noise. Uh, when it comes time to hear something, Albert hears it first, perhaps because he's the guy most key to hear the sounds of the airship in distress. Um, there is a sound of canvas tearing and ripping, followed very quickly by a shriek of, It's coming! It's coming! from the front of the airship. Um, you guys can't, you know, give me some spot hiddens now. Okay. Ooh, 98. <laughs> Ouch, 45 uh, a, against 60. You can make it. Uh, 03. All right. Wow. Ken, uh, 03, you can see where the uh, canvas is tearing apart on the bottom of the keel, making a very, very large hole. I mean... Okay. A let us say, the a hole the size of a king sized bed is being opened, and um, is it under, thra- underneath where the guys are bleeding and whatnot, or is it some other yes place? yes it's up it's up there at the nose of the airship. Okay, it's very close to um, where Engel yeah, is. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, if, and, uh, um, if I see, it seems to be you know in the area where our snares can affect it. I will tell it is. to or loose or whatever it is being told whatever the order is do that okay uh, activate the trapping well the, the the traps are literally things that it's going to have to if it moves through the wire and snags itself on it yeah and continues to pull it'll close the wire okay great so we're so waiting for things that, to happen yeah yeah hold your uh, fire this this thing continues to oh boy worst case scenario um, it's going to eat inganol and that's well, actually that, not that bad. That appears, that appears to be exactly where the scenario has landed. Uh, the snares do not grab it until such time as it grabs a hold of Ingenhall and starts pulling his cold-weather gear off of him with nasty shredding sounds. Fantastic. While he's screaming and all, keep it, keep, it, uh, keep it distracted. We're going to tell the Kaiser that you died like a hero. Yep. Go ahead, everyone. Make your sand rolls, please. There, there, Forty. God damn it. Thirty-four. I am remarkably okay with seeing Ingenol killed. <laughs> okay. Ninety-three. I, I'm, 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 yeah. I, I'm fine either way. You're fine either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Eh, yeah. You know. Yeah. You die. I've, you don't die. I've whatever. seen better. I've seen better exsanguinations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag not all exsanguinations. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Mm, it's like the exsanguination yeah, is like the fourth one in the series, and you're like, oh, <laughs> come on, do something original. 
Yeah, yeah. It's ripe for a reboot. All right, so what's up? All right, what's up is there's a lot of sand loss to go around here. And the most important sand loss, of course, is the sand loss from the guys who are holding the rifles. Yeah. Um, That is the most uh, important. Wallum does nothing. Just stands there while uh, whatever happens, happens. Um, (laughs) One drops his rifle and flees in panic. It falls to the bottom of the keel, lands on the canvas. Oh, shit. Um, Okay. (laughs) One rifleman fires his rifle apparently up into the fucking gas bags above your heads. Jesus Christ. These guys are, uh, I swear to God. This is what happens. This is what happens when you get, you have the sand rolls. All you guys get to make your own sand rolls now. Who made your sand rolls? I made my sand roll. I failed horribly. I I made mine. I made mine. I got a 40 against 50. All right. All right, of our four riflemen, one froze, one dropped, one shot the gas bag. What happened to the fourth one? Let's find out. Um, Ken, you lose one point of sanity. You got it. Uh, John, you lose four, and Cody loses one. All right. Let's see here. Uh, One of the rifles uh, uh, is fired. Bang. Bullet goes down range. There's no visible effect of that rifle hitting anything. Well, there's the thing's invisible. That makes sense, I guess. Well, it's not invisible anymore, which is why you guys are getting the full sand loss. Um, uh, As this thing is sucking the the blood out of Kretschmann, you see all the silly straws that come out of this thing go into Kretschmann. Sorry, not Kretschmann. uh, Ingenol. And he is being... Uh, horrifically exsanguinated as the blood is flowing down what appears to be oh, not, not uh, a, a nest of, uh, uh, you know, multiple lampreys, which are attached to the outside of this thing. Um, you see this thing's internal guts filling up with the blood. Right. And as the blood hits that, of course, there's a transition as this stuff slowly fills out all corners of it, and it, it starts to get more corporeal yeah well not more corporeal but more, more visible as the as more visible as the blood goes through it it becomes sort of this pinkish outline down there somebody fired yeah. and you don't see any note you don't see any note that round landed in anything there's a frozen guy a guy who misfired badly just rolled a 98 and wow. another guy who missed and there's a guy who dropped his rifle and ran okay. uh, what is anybody doing anything about the rifle that hit the deck I'm, uh uh, if we, if a machinist's mate wants to go down and get it, great. I've got a pistol and I'm firing. All right, go ahead. Give me get two shots with that nine millimeter. You got it. An O three. Holy shit! Nice. And a forty. I think both I, hit though. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you got like a fifty or sixty. The O three is right, an that, impale. All right, give me two D ten for the impale. Wow. Nice. Uh, that is 15 points. Wow. Okay. Um, that's really good. Give me a 1d10 for the uh, other one. Four. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. <laughs> okay. I, I would go what was for it, the what right. Was it, what, was the, what was the second one? Four. Four points. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
How dare you murder the man that I set out there for you to murder? You monster from space. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to interpret this uh, stat as first I subtract the armor and then I... Okay. Yeah. So um, you shoot it, Ken, and it. Uh, it actually makes a fucking noise. It fucking responds to being shot. There you go. Um, it lets go of... Um, uh, it, it detaches itself from Inganol. Well, I don't care about that part. <laughs> and lunges to the right. It goes right towards uh, the uh, canvas now, on can the right-hand side. Given that it's tangled up in a bunch of snares? Well, that will be the second thing that happens. Oh, dear. It didn't get tangled in the snares on its way in. It didn't step in one. But as it bolts right yeah. fast to get away, suddenly... Bam! It hits. It gets to the to the edge of the uh, uh, canvas and gets its claws into it. But suddenly, one of its limbs and it's got like four limbs, but there's not like really a head. It's like a starfish is tangled up, and so it, you can see the wire bang go to the fire. You know, the, the, get get pulled all the way taunt, and this thing suddenly gets uh, immobilized at the end of that cable. All right, time to start letting go. All right, uh, who else Fire is shooting? Everybody. Uh, let's see if the frozen guy. Hold on, let's see if frozen guy will do anything. Frozen guy doesn't do anything. Someone take Albert, his rifle away. Albert, Albert, give me a. Give me a. Uh, uh, you said you're going to go after the dropped rifle. Yes, because I because yeah he he took a big hand uh, sand hit and he's like we got to kill it I got to shoot it we have to you know we have to do something. All right, you uh, go ahead and give me a a dex roll based on your dex times five. Dex times five. All right, so I rolled a twenty nine. Uh, that's good. 13, so it'll be good. It's almost an impale. All right, here's the deal. Uh, you're going to be able to jump down there fast enough and get a shot off with this rifle, this combat round, by, wow. by making that dex roll. All right? Daredevil. Well, the guy, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't call him the ape for nothing. Um, there you go. Yeah. Well done. Uh, you will get a shot off this round. Ken gets two more shots off this that round. And the... Okay, give me a give me a roll, sir. I got a fourteen and a thirty-one. If those both hit, roll yep. me one d ten each. A total of six points. A two and a four. A two and a four. Okay, bang bang. Uh, you can like actually. That two is not going to do jack, but the four did something last time. All right, how'd you do, uh, Albert? What'd you roll? So he he jumped down. He grabs a rifle. He he rolls back up. Snaps off a quick shot, and he misses. I rolled sixty-nine. You're the worst. <laughs> For thirteen uh, minus five, um, looks like uh, somebody else. Uh, one of the other guys, who, the, the guy who who accidentally shot into the ceiling or shot into the bag above you, managed to uh, put around on target this time. Let's go ahead and make it a luck luck roll. And what's your luck, Ken? My luck. Why? I'm glad you asked. It's 60. Okay. Should I roll it? Um, no, no. That's uh, that's taken care of. All right. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. All right. Actually, that's uh, I'm I'm prob I'm doing this way too fast because these damn bolt action rifles are supposed to be one shot every other round. But let's not worry about that for the moment. I've always well, especially if during the off round, all it's doing is just sort of thrashing around and it's crap. Well, you get to get another two shots in. How about that? 
I will take it. Uh, 86. I knew it couldn't last forever. Wow. Woo, and a dropped die. Hold on. Finding the die? Wait. Oh, actually, you know what I need to do? Hold on. I, I uh, That 98 was a misfire, but let me roll something else on that. Okay, never mind. Uh, there was a wild shot with that guy who rolled a 98. I just needed to roll some other dice to see what else happened. Rather than just have him fired up into the ceiling, I decided to roll Ingenol's Luck and uh-huh. then roll to hit. So uh, he didn't shoot Ingenol, but he came down close to shooting him. No. So there's that. That's karma. It would have been funnier if one of you guys had actually shot Ingenol. That, that would just have been funnier. Sure. And a 17, the second shot hits. Uh, is that an impale for you? It would no. be if you were. No, I don't think so. All right. Give me a uh, 1d10. That's 10 points of damage, so that's nice. That's good. That's, uh, that's 3 plus 5 plus. Uh, that is a lot of damage, actually. So let's see how that's. I don't think that's doing our, our friend any goddamn good. Nope, it really isn't. Um, it charges across to the opposite side of the um, keel. Keel thrashing about. Let's see here. Yeah, that's not going real well. And you can almost see the. Uh, you can see the the. You can feel the impact of this thing rushing across the other side. And that's awesome. Mm. It apparently has now gotten itself tangled in a second snare. There we go. Kretschmann, you're the guy. You've saved um, us all. Do you guys want to walk up on it and just start shooting it from closer range or not? Yeah. If you get I up, do not want to walk up on it. If you get <laughs> within like uh, terrible if, idea. If, you, if you get within feet distance equal to your decks or less, uh, you double your chance to hit and double your chance for crits. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, uh, you know what? That that was a dumb idea. What I was gonna do. Never mind. Um, yeah. All right. I will. I, if people are moving up, I'll move up. I'm not gonna hang back and fire into a crowd like an idiot. Okay. So, yeah. Anybody no, else gonna move, move forward? Can I do okay. that on? Can I do both on this round, or can I only move up? Well, uh, you, you move forward and reload this round. Work the bolt action. You know, okay. and then fire it in the next round. Um, Fair enough. You you may be the only person willing to do that. Oh wow. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a two-hit roll, please. All right. Uh, Sixty-six out of ninety. If what's, it's doubled. What's your uh, What's your dex? Dex is thirteen. All right. You are thirteen feet away from this thing, Mister Height. What is your dex if you're moving forward? My dex is eleven. Okay, you're basically standing right up there with him. Go ahead and make a roll, please. Okay. Or two rolls. My shooting. I think you're. I think these are the last two rounds in that Luger. Probably. Uh, they both Ooh. hit if I'm doubling. Yeah, they do. But neither of them impales. Give me a one d ten each. Uh, the Mauser's two uh, d. An eight and a three. Okay. Two more. All right. Um, at this range, sir. You can actually see one of your bullets land in this thing and sort of just float in its gelatinous mass. There we um, go. Close to the surface. The other one disappears into it a little bit better. Um, It's getting less and less visible. Um, What did you roll for damage there, Oscar? 2d6, so uh, I rolled a 6 plus 4 is 10. Okay. 
If this is um, uh, anything like a, a naval ship, there should be uh, tins of whitewash just lying around for, you know, painting the trim. Right? Mm -hmm. When my uh, gun is out. Hold on just a second. Uh, yeah. Okay. And hold on. Those other guys, uh, let's see, make their rolls. 14, 9, 5, and 4 is... All right. Um, you guys walked up on this thing. Everyone, the three of you put a fusillade into it with pistols and rifles. Blam, 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 blam. Uh, it squeals a lot, and then it just sort of flops, and you can see the, um, the uh, two cables drop to the bottom of the uh, keel. Mm. And um, it's barely outlined in a very faint pink, but mostly it's transparent. All right. Uh, Ken, you were talking about pouring paint on it? I was indeed talking about pouring whitewash That's on it. That's still a good idea to get a sense of its general outline. Yeah. yeah. Well, We've, it'll just be a reminder of its general outline because you yeah. did get a pretty good look at it when it was filling up with blood. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, we want it. We want to know where it is because we don't want it to like crawl off and you know do some sort of death magic and come back. It doesn't. It doesn't appear to be getting any less pink or any um, less. Translucent. Well, it's, it's, white it's, in a not, it's not metabolizing its blo the blood that's in its system. I shoot it again. For good that's measure. a marvelous idea. You are joined yeah. by two other crewmen who figured <laughs> emptying their Mauser rifles of every single bullet is probably the best thing. So boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Um, you can see the bullets traveling through this thing having an effect like watching a bullet travel through ballistic gelatin. Yeah. Never seen what that looks like. But that's basically what this looks like. You guys shoot into it and shoot into it and just shoot into it until you've, you know, at this range, you've dumped another, I guess, at this point, I guess it's another nine rounds into it. At this point, uh, it just smells terrible. All right. and, it does, and it does appear to be dripping. Wow. Probably smelled terrible before. Uh, it uh, particularly smells terrible because it's, it appears to be steaming. Yeah. All right. No, it's it's probably gonna yeah nastily disintegrate. We never get yeah. to keep any of these things. Well, well uh, I mean, yeah. Here's here's the thing. You know, it, to the extent that I can, I'm dumping the whitewash on it so that if All it right. disintegrates, that's one thing. If it slurps off through that hole in the canvas, that's yeah. a that's another. Thing. Well, you um you splash it with something. Whether it's gonna be uh, I don't I've all I've wondered about what you could use to make this thing visible on the airship. Whitewash might not be the answer, but things like machine oil, engine, machine oil yeah. seems to be the, the best possible option. Yeah, um, dirty, burned-up, used crankcase oil. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Thrashing that around on it gives you a look at this thing. It also gives you a look at this thing as it disintegrates, melts, evaporates, um, slides out uh, as a, a fluid through the holes in the canvas. Wow. Um, yeah. It, that process takes several hours. Uh, or do you guys continue to Turkey or do you change course towards Jumbo? We'll get if it. Um, uh, if it uh, goes, if it takes several hours to slide out through the cracks, is there any way that we could use an empty fuel tin to put it in? On an attempt to gain samples of this, um, yeah. 
yeah, that'll work. You can you you use you slough some stuff into a uh, into some sort of uh, thing that you can seal. Yeah, mm-hmm. just any yeah any airtight jar. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be a problem. All yeah. right. Okay. Um. Hey, Doctor Crone, see if uh, see if good old Ingenol is all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, hey, look, Ingenol's alive. Yeah. He's uh, okay, well, folks. He's just yeah. taking off. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a great sport, isn't he? Yes. Let's let's <laughs> let's hear it for Doctor Ingenol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, is 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 he alive? Is he stable? Is he bled to death? Uh, no, he is no, not okay. alive. Okay. Well, that's probably for the best. I've done everything I can. Yep. <laughs> Throw him overboard. And the yeah. ship's log will definitely indicate that. Yeah. yeah. He was the greatest hero of all. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thanks to the innate capacity to lead given yeah. to the Hohenzollerns by blood, Dr. Yeah. Engel figured out how to attract the horrible monster yep. that he had attracted. And so, say all, and, and, and so say all of us. What yeah. a hero he was. Let's well, I'll tell you let's what. all think about him. Depends on what course you take. You're still going to try and crash land in Turkey. You're going to try and move, turn around, and go over the. Uh, well, um, how bad is our uh, is our uh, um, canopies torn up? It's we... torn up badly, but it's not enough to um, to make to us stop. have to land. Yeah, and I'm, you I'm, are... I'm okay if we just uh, hug the shore of the Black Sea. Yeah, you right? you have you've lost a grand total of three crewmen who are dead. One yeah. who's missing. Two who are absolutely yeah. killed right. um anyone who who passed out regains consciousness in about six hours Great. they just come out of it right my theory um, is that we should uh, go along the northern coast of turkey uh just so in case something does go wrong we can dive in as opposed to having to you have, uh, you have the fuel capacity to do that yeah sure. you have the fuel capacity to, and to we'll take, land to take a, that. a jamble when we land a jamble okay yeah um that's that's my recommendation to the captain, obviously. He's welcome to take it or not take it. Okay. Barring a fumble roll, which does not happen on landing, you guys uh, survive the last flight of the L-58. Whee! Um, and uh, arrive in Jambol with a interesting Fears story. Fears in the champion. Fears in the <laughs> champion. <laughs> and um, I beg your pardon? It's vastly more I fun. I said that's not as much fun. Well, Albert, you can get on the next doomed Zeppelin ride. I'm sure that there's another one taking <laughs> off anytime for the Any North now, Pole really? or the South Pacific or somewhere. Let's 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 be honest. What Zeppelin ride isn't officially doomed? I mean, you yeah. know, just for starters. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. that's kind of what they're for. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I was yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, you guys took some sand hits, which was unfortunate, yeah. which is uncomfortable, but uh, you managed to keep all your arms and legs attached. Yeah. Uh, I have, I have uh, a bone bruise and one extra magic point. I'm the winner. Yeah, it, it goes away in 24 hours. <laughs> oh, damn it! But um, so, now, so so far, my favorite moment for many uh, the, the, that was pretty good. Uh, I will say that we I I did cast a um, attempt to use mind control on a player character one time while he was standing guard above the control gondola you know, with a Mauser. And the creature decided to try and draw off because the creature, they had wounded it, and so it knew what weapons were. Mm. It doesn't actually know Mm. what rifles are. It just knew that you were looking for it. Yeah. So when you shoot it, it's kind of a surprise. Well, they shot it once with something that didn't do enough damage, so it kept staying away from people with rifles. And then it decided it would try and coax people with rifles up to where it could eat them, uh, get rid of them one at a time. 
But the player character rolled real good in his resistance role, and I'm like, tell you what, you get one combat round to do something. What are you going to yeah. do? And he says, I step through the open hatch in the floor of the keel and fall into the control gondola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, it, and it worked. <laughs> wow. He fell down into the control gondola and then was surrounded by guys who were like, hi, where, what are you, why did you jump into the control gondola? Why are you trying to climb away like a zombie? And they all held him down until the attempt to control him passed. That was, I have to give that guy 10 out of 10 for good player character thinking because I did not see that coming at all for, for them. And it, it, what happened to you, Ken, is it, it tried to mind control you and it rolled, it just, it just fumbled the roll. Teutonic superiority, what can I say? Yeah, clearly, clearly that was it. it breathing. Even, the, breathing. Monster can, even the monster can roll a 99. So the Naval discipline and breathing, that's all it was. Even the darkness so, feels your potency. Exactly. So, uh, as far as clearing uh, up what happened, um, Dr. Ingenall is just a victim of the monster, end of story. Yeah. And that yeah. seems to be something that everyone can just basically agree on. Yeah. Uh, no one seems to be interested in particularly pushing anything, any other narrative. At the same time, I presume you push the rest of those crates out over the Black Sea? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably a good plan. Yeah, all right. Cool enough. Ballast. You know, yeah. it's important to um, maintain trim in a flight, I find. What do you want to know about the scenario besides the fact that it's a pretty standard bug hunt in, a, in an environment where you don't want to light a match? Yeah, that's why my idea to set it on fire with a flare, uh, I gave up on that idea. <laughs> that would have been All thorough. Right. Mm -hmm. It would have. Yeah. Is there anything you want to know about? I mean, basically, that, that cylinder... Yeah. Uh, his is simply uh, it's a, you know, a, a spell. Yeah. No, it's the, there's an enchant book spell right out of the right out of the basic rule book that you know right. for however many points you put into it, it raises the chance of summon star vampire by ten percent. Well, this thing was maxed out. Ah. It does if you it it, it it claims that if you do the ritual or read the ritual, then you will get a djinn who will grant you wishes, and all it does mm -hmm. is summon someone who is clearly not the sorcerer. Yeah. Uh, to do him over for having broken into the sorcerer's crypt or, you know, into his tomb and looted his library. Uh, so it's just an ancient booby trap left over uh, from... Be triggered now, by an ancient booby. Yeah. Uh, so sadly, that's, that's how that works. Um, right. It's nothing that... There's, not much, there's nothing more... There's nothing more complicated in the scenario than that. Uh, yeah. rub, the, rub the lamp, let the monster out. Monster causes problems. Yeah. Monster was just simply maxed out with the number of spells it could have. Wow. And yeah. it just it just had some spells like drain power, which would suck magic points out of people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, until you fell unconscious. And yeah. uh, it had some spells. And then it used those magic points to, as, a, as a pool to power up other spells. Like uh, there's, a, and there's a couple of enthrall spells that it can use. Yeah. There's yeah. a spell called bait human. Uh, that guy on the upper deck of the airship, that wasn't yeah. a guy. That was an illusion. Uh, there was nobody there. there the, the idea of a, of a body hanging out on top of the airship like that is just un, is unlikely. So, Without it rolling or being moved, rolling off or whatever. Well, we couldn't tell if he was snubbed on with a line or not. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's up there to bait somebody onto, out onto the deck. I've had multiple people playing Krebs fall to their death <laughs> when they try and <laughs> run from the... the uh, the monster, like, you know, okay, roll me a dex roll. Make another dex roll. Okay, this is the last one. Then 
you slide off the airship and people see you Doppler past the, uh, the control gondola on your way down. Um, people have gotten killed as crubs a couple times that way. Um, people yeah. have gotten into knife fights in the tail section with it. Um, <laughs> Uh, there was one bit where some players uh, badly wounded it with rifles and it retreated to the tail and then sat down and started uh, calling a spell called Call uh, Harub, which is some sort of bring sandstorm, so it would make a storm that would wreck the airship. Wow. And uh, so they uh, they had to hunt it down, every check every space for it, and they got into a knife fight. I mean, they literally ended up killing it with bayonets. Jesus. In the... In wow. The, uh, I didn't. I did not think that he was going to win that, but the uh, the critter was so badly shot up from the um, bullets, it didn't have a great deal of hit points left, and he just rolled really well and just you know had wow. a lot of. Da- and in fact, it was Albert with the thing. He's got a plus six right. damage modifier. Um, so I uh, I would ordinarily love to stick around for the post mortem, but uh, since so, actually none of us were mortem, I have stuff I got to do tonight. So. Uh, thanks for running, Scott, Cody. Good yep. to see you. Good to see you yep. too, Ken. Good to see you guys. Thanks for playing, Ken. Yeah, no yep. problem. Thanks, man. thanks for the invite. I will see all y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great night. See ya. In, in fact, you I just, when I was just looking at the uh, rules for the Star Vampire, one of the reasons he won the knife fight with the monster is that that monster has four points of, of armor, and then bullets do half damage after that. So, uh, it's mm-hmm. only bullets. So the knife actually turned out to be super effective, stabbing it with its, his big uh, German butcher's blade bayonet. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a D8 yeah. plus damage modifier. Yeah. 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 So when it's only got 21 hit points, that can get real ugly for the monster real fast. Right. And again, it was one of those situations where I rolled the dice and the monster fumbled. Okay. Wow. You know, I didn't, uh, I didn't even have to perform first aid on anybody. No. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You guys need a pure light wound spell? <laughs> it's worth 1d3. Yeah. This, is the only, this is the only game where 1d3 becomes really fucking important. Yeah. So anyways, that's, that's the last one of the L-58. The L-58 is a real airship that blew up at the Alhorn disaster. Wow. Uh, so I just decided to, to, is- to pluck it out of its, uh, its ignominious fate burning up on the ground. When yeah. It, it had only like performed maybe like like seven or eight shakedown flights and maybe one mission and then it got burned up. And it, it, was, it was one of those things where it was like, that's sad. Yeah, it's yeah. Paid for an it deserves it deserves a better better exit than that. Yeah. yeah. Most so definitely. It, uh, burned, so far, no one's managed to blow the airship up over <laughs> over in, in midair yet. But the players have done pretty well. My favorite was somebody who rolled an 01 on their spot hidden and wow. spotted spotted the invisible creature clinging to the outside of the airship under the keel. Wow. You could actually wow. see where the claws were holding down the canvas yeah. while it held on to the girder. So everyone just went and then snuck back to the command gondola and got a Maxim gun and then just pressed it like a foot away from where they saw the creature and then and then unloaded on it and uh, wow. that was sort of an ignominious end for the creature it didn't get to do next to anything it was wow. <laughs> down there draining draining people of their power and then suddenly uh you know suddenly they just loaded it up with all these you know 20 or 30 rounds of, of 
eight millimeter ammo and he just blew it off wow. the side of the airship and that was the end of wow. it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Delivered ordinance. Um, delivered ordinance. Collected. Uh, collected refugees. Uh, monster encountered over Black Sea. No. No. Nobody armed. No casualties. Well, there yeah. were there were a couple of casualties, but you know you're yeah you're oh for you're, us, us yeah 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 there were a couple no, I mean, of casualties. I, but I mean the other one where they just saw it before and just hey look we've got a yeah we've got a remora. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, it's just it's just your standard star vampire, just loaded up according to the rule book, which yeah. you know again I I I always feel that. I don't know. The monsters in the rule book always kind of get uh, short shrift uh, about, you know, oh, well, they can be just so easily killed with bullets or, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, sure, as long as it's hold still. and Yeah, well, yeah. In the right, yeah, yeah. In the right environment, yeah. Then it, then so, it really this was just, a, it was just an exercise in making the environment un, unconducive to firefights and yeah. unconducive to smoking the monster out. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, I hope you guys had a good time. And yeah, had a great time. Looks like looks like we got it done in six hours, which is about 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 par. Thing is taken. Yeah, excellent. Cool. Excellent. Well, thank you, Scott. Thanks so much, man. Oh, you're welcome. Yep, thanks for running. Fun for me. I'm glad my voice is held out, and now I'm going to go rest yeah. my voice. Yeah, right on. Yeah, me too. All right, take care, you guys. Have a great. Take See care. you later, guys. Have a great Bye-bye. night. Bye. Yep, you too. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.